Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever faithful hosts, Joel McDonald. That is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyra Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? Joel, I'm doing quite well. Excellent. I've come up a, of a crushing series of games in Overwatch, but I'm apart from that, I'm doing, <laughs> yeah, quite, I, I was, doing quite good. I was uh, I was a, a spectator in that um, because it wasn't didn't go well, Joel. Didn't go well. Didn't go well. Didn't go well. It was entertaining to watch. Though. I'm glad that you had fun. It was it was fun to watch. I mean, just because I like watching Overwatch, it's fun to watch it. It, it is to watch the Overwatch. Um, <laughs> but yeah. who watches the Overwatch? Yeah, we are we are hanging out in the same room. One of those rare occasions that doesn't seem to be so rare at the moment. No. Which is, we just sort of like f- fluked out that it's happening that way. Um, you know, and trying to scrounge back into some sort of like regular scheduling. We'll get it together. We'll get it there. We'll get it there. NBN Co., you need to get it there first. NBN and Co. needs to get their shit together. That will solve most we'll, of the problems. We'll put them on blast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hope you're listening, NBN Co. Yeah, <laughs> Had a, I had a conversation with the NBN Co. Like, I bet that was not productive. Twitter account. Um, it wasn't. <laughs> I love it. That's one of my favorite things not. to see on, on Twitter is like when someone complains and like tags a company and the company is always like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Can you forward any of the relevant details? Like, how can we help you? I've never done that, but I assume it does nothing. They're like, can you just a DM? DM? Yeah, DM us. I'll take it. Let's just peel the curtain back a little bit here. <laughs> It doesn't do anything. Wow. Because I'm like shocked. they're like, oh, maybe you should have a chat with your ISP. And I'm like, I have. And they told me to have a chat with NBNCO because it's their problem. Oh, and they're the like, buck. and I was like, oh, it seems like everyone's pointing fingers. And they were like, oh, we definitely don't want to point fingers. That's definitely not what we want to do. And I'm like, it's not that's exactly like what you're doing. They're, they're pointing at the ISP. It's just, thank you for at least like, and like telling me it doesn't work because I, yeah. I never thought it did, but I see it happen all the time. Yeah, the company is always going, "Oh, DMs." <laughs> I thought, I thought, fuck it, I'll buy it. Slide into I'll your, buy it. slide yeah. into my DMs. I'll buy it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, we are in the same room because I'm back in, in in the old bendy ghetto uh, because we had a special day. It was a bit of a special day. Uh, I guess I'll announce it here. The Why embargo, not? the embargo is lifted. The embargo has the lifted. NDA is over. Uh, the 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 Game Informer. Uh, exclusivity has now uh, been was it going to be Bam or Keely like... yeah exactly you know um, but yeah no we had the uh, general reveal for my, my wife and I's baby today and we're having a little boy I guess wrong a little boy <laughs> boy I was um, team girl and I was incorrect I was, te- I was team girl as well so like, I'm the father I should probably know these things right yeah I was just I was just crunching my numbers and I'm like so many of our friends have had babies and have all been boys and like eventually mm-hmm. yeah and i was doing like it was like the inverse numbers because like my family is all like mostly girls now so i was like yeah was... it's good but not boy it continues yeah yeah the street continues it made a fool of us both but um <laughs> the first of many times i feel i'm gonna get it back though because that's my job as a dad yeah is to embarrass my child in the future so it's just it's getting one ahead of me for now it's a good head start yeah i'm fine with that um but we're not here to talk about that I think that's that's a, that's a that's a bit of banter for the start there. It's a good bit of banter. It's a good bit of banter. I think it's time that we get back to our regular format. Regular, exactly, and check in with the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. Our quest log is, of course, our what we what we've been playing segment uh, of the show, where we check in with all the various games that we've been, you know, plodding away at. Um, which, I mean, there is a lot, but um, we're going to keep it pretty simple, I think, for this week. Just, you know, check in with, like, some, some rel- like more recent 
at adventures I, that we've had. I pledge to sit down with my only friend that I that I know and speak to daily that finished Sekiro, and I will record something where I talk about how much I love that game. And I will, I promise, I will endeavor to play more of that game to maybe finish it one day and check in with that conversation <laughs> and pop my head and go, it's good. I was thinking I'd say because like ever since I remember our last prop episode, I was like. Very early on a second row, can't wait to bring it up again. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'm loving it, it's really good, I'm really excited to play more of it. Haven't, but... So, um, and I have, I have obviously since finished it, mm-hmm. and I love it, but I will I will do a thing separate from, from this episode where I talk about yeah. heaps of things that I love about that game. I was going to say, lucky for you, there's going to be a bit of a gap where I'm probably going to be absent again for <laughs> a couple of weeks coming up, so um, maybe you can squeeze that in in there, that might be a good time. Maybe, yeah. Again, peeling back the curtain, man. <laughs> peeling back the curtain. There's the episode Leave the curtain title. closed. <laughs> I'm like I don't Mario. Want it to be called I'm that. Mario from oh, behind God, that curtain. No. That that revealer. Ah, oh, I love that. God, Jesus, so good times. Um, all right. Well, there's a game that we've both been playing fairly yes. re- regularly over the last couple of weeks. Um, that we picked we'll be... up on a whim. Exactly, especially after our first impressions of. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Did you want to kick off with that? Or would I think you like we, to... we may as well. We'll do a bit of discussion. Yeah. We can both both contribute to. Yeah, so uh, we both picked up. <laughs> it was a fun fun uh, little conversation that we had. We were talking about. Oh man, everyone's talking about the division two. It's we we were all sort of hankering for a bit of a co op experience because we hadn't played one for a while. And um, I was like, man, I, and I was doing some research about like solo play in it as well and it seems that it is pretty viable and so we decided to pick it all up all pick it up i i was like oh i messaged karen i was like i might pick this game up i i think i've decided i'm gonna pull the trigger and you were like i've already done it i'm like all right well i guess i'm going going to pick it up tomorrow then so yeah it's all it took like yeah it was going cheap and i've just i've had a craving for a games and service game Mm -hmm. i just have because especially heading in the winter you know like because i've also started playing Persona 5 again to go for my Platinum before Royal comes out. Nice. In winter, you just want a game, you just sit down, you chuck a blanket on, yep. and you're just like, I'm good. I'm yep. just going to play this for like 100 hours. It might be repetitive and grindy, but like, it's if it's the, the loop's fun, you don't yeah, care. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm, yeah. Especially because we are in a bit of a lull at the moment. Like, a lot of the, like, obviously, E3 is imminent. Yes. It's, the shadow is looming over Ooh, everything yes. we do right now. Uh, we might even bring up, we'll talk about that a bit later on. Yes. But, um, so it's just quiet and, I've, and I have been using that time to catch up on games. Mm-hmm. I finished Horizon, that's done, all that sort of stuff. Good and game. I've been playing Subnautica and all that, but I wanted something meaty and Division 2 called out to me. Yeah. Fun story, but it was almost Anthem, which I did also buy. <laughs> um, I couldn't help myself. But um, originally it was Anthem because I was like, I want to be Iron Man. Yeah. But then... A lot of stuff went down with that game. A lot of... I, I was like, oh, I wonder what the subreddit's like. And I opened it and... Ooh, oh, no, no, thank you. The community <laughs> is not happy with that game. And then Division 2 was like, but I'm I'm like 20 bucks extra. I'm like, I guess I'll buy you then. Yeah. Because Ubisoft is listening to its fans. And listen to its fans and also had a pretty decent launch. Like, And I guess it's, it's probably worth noting too that like a few episodes ago we played the beta... Um, we weren't super positive on it. <laughs> we weren't. We were sort of like, eh, it's man, it's not feeling right. We wasn't clicking for us. You know what, though? Mm. It's not the first time it's happened. Because no. this happened with Destiny 2 for us as well. Very true. Very I, true. I think it might be just these games of a service. Because, like, half the fun of these games is finding your groove, getting yep. the loot you like, the skills you like. Yeah. It's obviously, like, 90% of the stuff you wanted to use in the full game was locked in the beta. Yeah. 
Uh, it was nice to have access to all of it. Don't pick the Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard to showcase like a vertical slice of a games as a service. I think it's. I think the the only reason that like beta tests for those are actual beta tests because they need yeah, to just test for the servers. like yeah service stress tests and things like that, which um is very apparent. But like yeah, getting into that and like playing through the stuff that we did actually play, but also because obviously the betas are early built earlier builds as well. Yes, having you know jumping into the game now where it's been out for a little while and you know it. I don't know, it just, it felt good. It did. It felt really good. And then squatting, like, because I played, like, you, you, there's a, a fair bit of, like, solo stuff you have to do to get to squatting up, don't you? Not a, there's, like, a bit of an intro with the White yeah. House and stuff, and I think maybe, I think once you're heading towards the theatre district, like, the theatre settlement, you can squat up. Right. It's not super long. No. Which is good, again, no. like, it's fun. It's refreshing to not have to trudge through like an hour or two hours of tutorials just to play with your damn friends oh yeah yeah in a games as a service game exactly. which is like marketed as being able to squad yeah, up so i was like, very happy how quickly you can actually jump in with one another That's yeah good. yeah um man i just there's something about this I, and i say this about every games as a service game and i feel like i'm a broken record do. yeah like we were we've <laughs> like last year when Sony was celebrating like that anniversary of the PlayStation 4 and you could like enter your gamer tag and it was like here are your play hours like Destiny 1 mm-hmm. was still my most played game yep it was several hundreds of hours and it's purely because I was like I would play Destiny 1 and be like yeah this is fun like this game sucks yeah Bungie hate me and then Taken King came out and I was like this game's amazing again yeah they fixed all the problems and then it drops off again and then we I picked up the, the last uh, expansion. That was that was Rise much Lion, more. Yeah. It was sort of a man, but I still saw it to completion. Yeah. And then Dead Destiny did the same thing. We picked that up at launch. We're mm-hmm. like, this is great. And then we dropped off. But I'm feeling much more confident about Division 2. Uh, yeah. And I think that's a very good point to sort of like, you know, jump into. Because this game has so much content out the gate. It does. Um, and that, that's not even like disregarding the fact that we jumped in like a month or two after launch. Yeah. Like even if you look, you hear about people's impressions of when they started playing it at launch, this game is like packed to the brim and not just of content that is like, here's the content that you can play just willy nilly. And then here's all the fun stuff that you have to do later on in the game. Like straight out the gate, this game is fun. There, It's engaging. It really makes, it made me want to feel like play the game more, strategically and tactical like and i'm not like that in shooters like i'm just like let's go in and so it took me a couple of missions to get to that point Mm -hmm. but um, a couple of the recent ones we've actually done together Mm -hmm. it's been a lot more fun to play it like that like taking a side each instead Uh of just like picking off enemies as i come and shoot and it's just it is just fun being this badass division agent yep just Picking off these dudes who are just trying to get you, like, nah, mate, look at my gun. Yeah, because, like... This is a pink gun. <laughs> it like, does 1.2k damage. That like, means you die. The division, like, themselves, like, the... the what is it? The Strategic Homeland Division? I don't even know what it is. Anyway, anymore. it's... The yeah, division, Stu. You know... <laughs> you are in the division. Shade. Um, it, shade. It's... Shade tech. Um... Yeah, they're, they're just people. Like, they set that up in the first game. They're, they're just, like... they're. Not quite sleeper hey, agents. Hey, hey, they're people who had guns. Exactly, but they're not so quite. They're not quite sleeper agents. They're people who have obviously volunteered to be a part of this program. That if something catastrophic does go down, they can be called up and be like, "All right, cool. Sorry, I gotta go. Gotta go to work. Basically, <laughs> gotta go work. Go kill some hyenas. Gotta go take back the city. Like, and um, and what? this it carries on into this. But I don't know. There's something about 
the way that yeah it made me want to play more tactical and that's like playing solo as well squatting up with friends obviously you've got that more options to do that but like i think when you're playing solo it's i think it is just more beneficial as well because mm -hmm. the enemies it starts off pretty simple you're like okay these hyenas they're like the most basic faction like they're not too bad Mm -hmm. but like you move up and you fight you start fighting some of the late like the, the like the true sons of the recent ones we've been going against and mm-hmm. boy they make you think a bit more because they're a bit more they're armed better oh yeah and then they've got a specific like the hyenas have like their knife guys and you know they're kind you're like okay you, you like huff some gas and you get a bit of armor some they, eye, like, some iframes and they'll me. and they'll rush you yeah, yeah like it's and that's like okay but you, you can take them out pretty confidently but i still get caught off guard by it because the true sons have like the shotgun guys oh yeah and i'm just never ready for them i'm like what why are they running past me taking cover? Oh, they're yep. actually not running past me. They're running towards me with shotguns. That's a good thing. Another good point to bring up as well, that the AI in this game is like, they they, they will flank you and they will flank you hard. Yeah, they, yeah. That will be their strategy yeah. number one. You have to be keeping an eye out, which yeah. again, it's fun. It keeps you on your toes too. It keeps you from just... Because that's one thing that, like, again, it's not it's not fair to compare us to, to Destiny because even though they are both games of service, mm-hmm. like this is a Tom Clancy game and Destiny Absolutely. was basically a Halo. Yeah. So like the shooting in Halo was never really strategic. It was yeah. basically just like here are the enemies, just mow them down. Yeah. And but the, in, that felt good. But, yeah, it was yeah. fun. But in Division, like it is, it does not not enough to make fights tedious. You just have to be a bit aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Like be aware of the higher ground, keeping an eye for like lens flares from snipers and stuff like that just anytime you can see a little, a little head pop up you're like okay there's an, oh, enemy. There's yeah. an enemy there yeah or have a teammate who's got the pulse thing because that's useful oh yeah um but that's a good point too like again because we're probably going to compare because they're the two games of service we probably played the most yes. at this stage yes. uh, you know is uh, is like you know destiny and and now the division two but um yeah you were saying about how like you know if you're like in halo it's just like you just shoot things and that made you feel good. And that was that endorphin loop. Because the shooting made, was fun. Exactly. And that's what the grind, that's what made the grind bearable because it was fun to shoot things. Whereas in this, it is fun to shoot things, yes. But it also, it's so much more, the reward comes from almost like problem solving how to get through an area by but, being strategic about it. Because I have noticed like the loot game's not super strong. At no. This point, like at the point we're at. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if that, if that changes later. I think or... we're on like the precipice of it, maybe. <laughs> so maybe. That level 20, I think, area was probably... I got a ridiculous shotgun the other night with my housemate that does, like, 5 point something K damage. Oh, my God. I just use it to delete enemies now. <laughs> oh, God. I think the best I've got is, like, a, a my marksman rifle that I've got put a badass scope on that does, like, 2.3 K. I'm not going to silence it for my pistol, so I can... I'm, oh. not sure, I'm not sure if stealth is a viable option, because enemies definitely aren't going to die to one bullet. Yeah. But, um... Well, I, like, I can pretend. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good point to bring up as well. I keep saying that, but like it's, it's that's a, that's a valid thing to say. Like, stealth is not really an option in this. Like, it is hard because it, there's no real. The only way they could really do it is either have like a takedown option, mm-hmm. like if you could sneak up an enemy from cover and take him down. Uh, but even then, that the problem is that becomes how you face every bo- every fight. Exactly, because be- I, I can say that's true of any game I've played where stealth is an option. It's like, well, I'm only stealthing and I'm only taking enemies down in one hit. And how do you balance how much damage you do from it? Like, yeah, yeah you, you because then you have to equate some sort of like maybe loot numbers to it, and it's yeah, it's true. How so do like, you I, manage that? I get and- why it's not there, but also I, I mean, it, that might be why I should keep an eye out on breakpoint. I want to be like a sweet division agent and have like. Snipe, like silence weapons and be sneaky and stuff for sure um 
the thing that blows me away, though, I think the most about the Division Two and what what keeps me coming back is the quest design and the level design. The main missions are great. Yeah, side Even... missions are like they're shaky, and it's purely because they're side missions. So I don't I yeah. don't honestly expect great things of them. Yeah, I just want to go and fight an enemy and get some loot. But the main missions are. Very, very fun. Even the some of the side, even some of the side missions, like just the locations that they set them in, yeah. have been lots of fun. And that's where I think the level design comes into play of it being like you're not just going into a, a corridor after a corridor. Oh, big room with lots of waist high walls. Like they're, they're the playing side, with a lot of levels and things in like the that. Side missions, I do feel like I do again, but okay. I, I don't expect much of the side missions. Right, but the main missions, like the settings they've been putting you in, yeah, are just so much fun. Yeah. Like, Fighting through the um, what was the one we did the other night? Oh, I can't remember what it was called. The we went National through, Archives. We went through archives yeah. to steal the Declaration of Independence, which was great. Eat your heart out, Nicholas Cage. We did it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we went through the um, aerospace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's the the um, I I think I did it solo, but I think you guys have done it as well. The um, the TV and film museum yes. or whatever yeah, the, the, also... the broadcast museum yeah. or something. Yeah, just lots of cool locales. Yeah, and like they've really taken... also you haven't done it yet. The planetarium, very cool as well. I'm looking forward to that because you're very not the only fun. people who've like told me oh, about that. The museum. Well. Yeah, fighting through like the Vietnam area. Oh, that man. was really cool. The settings are great, and it and you can really tell that the, the love and care that they've put into making this this version of DC feel real. Um, yeah, and it's. It's true for, like, you know, obviously we both have not been to the USA hey, or DLC. I go, I go to DC all the time. Oh, <laughs> sorry, man. Then you're like, it's a weekend trip for me. No. But um, from people who I've heard who have been there, I mean, in fact, like, uh, Andrea Renee went on, like, a, like, it was a, a uh, Division Two promotional thing that she went to in DC where they went on a tour around DC with, like, the nice. devs and, like, this is how we made this. And then they went and played the game and showed them parts. Like, that's cool. Like, One thing you can always say about Ubisoft is they care about that stuff. <laughs> yeah, their open worlds do feel real. Like they do. That, that's something that they, I think they really do strive to to achieve, and they they do it. Um, but yeah, I, I it's it's so funny to go from like how we felt after playing that beta, yeah, to now just like jumping into it, like and just hearing people talk about it and how much fun they're having with it. And I think the thing that's that's blowing me away most about this is the fact that there is so much content there that is. It, it it's it's fun to play solo. It's fun for like just to run around the world and see like oh there's like a hostage situation over there. Cool, I'm gonna duck over there and just mm. pop those guys out. Um, and it's a good chance for you to practice like your strategies and maybe like different ways of approaching situations so that when you do squad up with friends, another, another small thing like squatting up is also just really easy. Yes, right. Like you, you drop in, you, drop out. You jump. You open up your social menu. You pick your friend. You join a group. You're there. Again, I sh- I know why it was the case to go back to the destiny comparison but it was look destiny's fine but there's nothing more annoying than when you'd be like oh gotta jump to a load screen to go yep. to a mission and then i'll gotta go to orbit gotta go orbit and fly back down yeah. like that's not a thing in this like no. you group up and you go to a building and you need to go to the mission yep. and no problem and like i just like that and it is cool because like they build the world around that as well because they're like you'll be running along and you'll you'll get on so your radio directions like, yeah you'll get on your radio as <laughs> like you know an agent requires assistance it's like all right cool someone needs help you, you can like it's that means someone else is like calling for help and you can go, I haven't helped anyone yet I haven't either but, <laughs> I but you feel can bad. I'm like oh, I don't know who you are like, sorry dude theoretically you can go and help that person if you, you can, want to yes um 
and even just like building around like NPCs because like there are like I would like called um capture points is what they're called oh big control points control points thank yeah. you um when you are taking over one of those there's a point in it where you can like hold square to call for allies and they're AI but like because of the way that they've built the world it, uh, at first I was like am I calling in help from someone are they what those calls are? Or I don't know, but like, no, it's just AI uh, squad members coming yeah. in to help you out. Because I assume that like, there's an SOS feature like in Monster Hunter World. Right. Where you can, where you can call for help. And there is. It, when you no, it solo, notifies players. When, you, when you're down or in, in solo, you can call for help. And I think, yeah. yeah, it does that. Yeah. Like it pings other people who are close mm. by. In Still a cool idea. That and, sort of instance in the end. But yeah, like you're right. Like you're, maybe it's intentional because... It never really seems like there's any great load time when you're going to a main mission. No. So, like, maybe that's why it does distract you. It's like, maybe it's building the mission on the way. I don't know. But, like, because we're always just heading to missions and we'll get distracted by, like, a control point yep. or a hostage situation or mm-hmm. something like that. It's like, I want to shoot more or guys. Or a Shade Tech cache. And like, get yeah. more guns. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, I'll do it. And that's it. Like, you know, that loot grind is oh, real in it. Uh, th- and- thank you, Ubisoft uh, is it Ubisoft Massive? Massive, yeah. Massive Entertainment. Thank you for giving the loot as junk option. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the best. It's so good. Uh, what? There's another game that does that. I mean, uh, I, know that, I know that Diablo 3 lets you, like... That's what it you is, You could, yeah. like, quick so- toggle through, cycle through all your gear you picked up and just, like, mash it up. Yeah. Junk, 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 that's junk, a, junk. That's what it was, yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's very similar in here where you can just, like... I, like, looting as junk <laughs> is the you best. You can look at it like, you're junk. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to take you, but I'm going to get rid of you. I'm going to sell you or break yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, and like I, I feel like most of the systems don't feel super overwhelmingly no hard to get a grasp on. They they sort of walk you through things Some pretty the, easily. Like finding the best openings for a lot of the skills is interesting, but again, that's just part of the fun of learning the game. Like yeah, and like we haven't even got into the, like the levels where we get like um, specialist things and like I'm crushed that I can't get a bow. Yeah, I'm annoyed. I, I, see always, surely. I see always enemies with bows, and I'm like, why am I not? Surely I think that's I was reading coming. that, like, I think a crossbow is a specialization weapon. Yeah. I'm like, I want a bow. Yeah, I think it's one of the specialization weapons um, that you can spec into. Which I will be doing. Don't, uh, yeah, I don't care. I think that. you can choose from that a sniper rifle or, or a grenade launcher. Sniper rifle. I'm getting a sniper. Snippy snips. See, I already get pretty good sniper rifles, but I imagine okay. it's going to be a really good sniper rifle. Yeah, it depends on if it's a specialization. Oh, it's like a rail gun or something. <laughs> Woo! Um, but yeah, like kill a building with it. <laughs> oh my god! It just, I, I literally deletes people. <laughs> they, they just disappear. They just go, and they're gone, like out of existence. Um, turn of dust. Oh yeah. <laughs> god. Um, it's been every year. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. That's true. You haven't seen it. It's, it's, it's been it's been solved. If you know what we're talking about, if you've seen it, so that's all I'll say. Um, but yeah, I'm I mean, I'm having a really fun time. It's very fun in this game, and fun time playing solo too. And I feel like every time I boot it up solo, it's not like I'm like, all right, I'm going to go do the same quest like three times over so I can grind for loot. And I'm it sure does it does feel like you need to take specific skills if you're going solo. Which yeah, which I did a bit of research. Um, and if you are planning on jumping into it solo to play a, like for, at, to prepare yourself to play solo at certain points, um, where I, I I read like the assault turret, so turret the turret skill and the assault version of it uh, is is handy because it basically provides like cover fire and you can like target enemies as well to like focus fire on them as well. 
So if you're like trying to take someone out on the left of the map and there's uh, people flanking you from right, you can like suppress them almost. You got double turrets. <laughs> yeah. It's like having two friends. Yeah. So you can just go, yep, yeah, cool. You go over there. I'm going to take these guys out over here on the left. Um, and the other one I chose was the hive. Um, just because I chose it as a hive as the heal. Oh, yeah. So if I am behind cover and I am out of like armor packs, I can sort of slowly keep myself alive if I'm like as like a last ditch attempt almost. Um, and it was also really handy if you do decide to squat up, you can throw that out in an area where people are getting fucked up. Um, or you can drop it in your area where you're hunkering down with all your friends as well. So you can all sort of gather the, um, the effects of that. Yeah. That was a, that's how I got through a lot of solo stuff. Cause I played a fair bit solo before we had a chance to squat up at first. Yeah. Um, cause I was still sorting out internet stuff, but, um, yeah. So, uh, you may ask how am I playing that? Without any internet, I, I am of course playing over four G Wi Fi, so that's a very expensive way to play this game. Yeah. I don't suggest, I don't recommend it to anyone. No. But um, especially games the service, like no joke. When when we when we finally picked it up and you went through the patching, it's like okay, we're ready to play. And then there was another patch. I was like, yep. Joel, I'm so sorry. Yeah, there's another. It was a ridiculous. It wasn't as big, but it was still pretty big. I don't want to put a number on how much money I spent on on. Don't data. don't do it. Don't even think on about here, it. But let's just say it was a lot, and I'm not NBN, proud of it. Mbnco, get your shit together. Yeah, that was that was the point where I was like, "Fuck it, I'm talking to the Twitter bot." Like oh, <laughs> the Twitter bot. Well, they're not a bot, but like I was talking to the Twitter account. Fuck Hit it, I'm up doing it. That ombudsman. <laughs> yeah, I need to do that. I kept telling them the 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 Twitter person, and I'm like, "We're gonna go to the ombudsman," and they didn't give a fuck. But fuck them. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but really enjoying the division two. I'm looking forward to playing more of it. Do you think this might be the game, the, the games of the service game finally that we may get to see some of the rate? I mean, I know you did in destiny two with, with some other friends as well, but do you think this is the one that like we I'm might be able to get into? Not willing to commit. <laughs> I know. Cause like it's eight players. Yep. And it's apparently hard. Oh, I know, yeah. but I've heard that you just have to planning on tweaking it because it's it was built with PC in mind, uh-huh. and that doesn't work as well for us poor console plebs and our dual sticks. Which is bizarre because, like, I don't when I think of third person cover shooters, I don't think of PC as my main platform of choice to play it on. Not really. Like, if it was like when you think of Des, if you look at Destiny Two and they're like, "Oh, we're tweaking this ray based on like PC," I'm like, "Yeah, that's a first person shooter." Yes, that, that makes, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like, and they have said they are going to look at it mm-hmm. i don't know what's going to change but yeah i don't know either way like at least when it's all said and done we still have those strongholds on the map to look forward to at the end yeah so there is that that's a good point one thing it. i don't like ubisoft is you can get rid of that stupid blue dlc circle please <laughs> i think that's quite dirty of you super and i misleading. don't like it yeah it's super misleading it's like oh what's this blue mission i'm gonna go do this and you get to the mission you get to this the circle where you would generally like interact and you just get this thing to like learn about season pass, and you're like, "Are you kidding me?" The worst part is too; they make the mission sound really cool. It does sound really cool. And you're like, "Motherfucker!" I don't think you can get rid of the circle on the map, so it's just there. It's just this blue circle. It's like, "Sorry, you didn't pay for this." Hey, look! Like, but can you not show it to me? Nah, sorry, we want you to pay for this. Come on, they beat Vivendi, so they've got to, they've got to, they've got to flex somehow a little bit. Just be like, "Yeah, come on, we're the, still the old, we're still, at we're heart. still a little bit evil." Yeah, we're still just a little bit. We're not. We're not full-blown EA just yet, but... Give us a couple of games. Yeah, we'll see. Like, we still put on entertaining E3 conferences, so let's leave it at that. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to... Like, seriously, I was watching your housemate play it tonight while I was sitting on the couch, and I was like, fuck, I just want to go home and play fucking Division 2 now. Like, I get it. It's fun. It's, it's a it's, fun game. It's super fun just to sort of burn away some time in, and I'm really enjoying it, so... 
I'm surprised you didn't save you didn't save this job. But shout out to Ola Strand, the composer of the game. The music's oh, quite good. Yes, the sound effects in general are good. Yeah, the sound design of those, this game um, is really really. Those nice. like gun placements. Oh. When you just walk into an area and you see them going, you're like, oh god, it's just like some down <laughs> some sort of awful like like death engine that's coming for you. Yeah. Unless you're the one who gets to be on them, and then you're um, like, oh boy, I'm gonna, fine. can I turn you all into a red mist? And you are the death engine. <laughs> I really like the um, the headshot sound effect. It's satisfying. It's so satisfying. <laughs> it's it's got yeah, it's got this little splatter effect, but it's not it's not cartoony. Like no, it's. it's it's, it's honestly better to let you know, like, he's Disney. just like, that's a crit. And <laughs> he is probably dead. Yeah, yeah. Like, so many guys, like, just running at you full ball blast, and you hear that shot, and you just lifeless. And they just, like, <laughs> their <laughs> corpse just, like, flops to the ground, you're like, yes. Um, I do yeah. like watching the, again, and maybe it's, maybe it's bad pathfinding, but I like to think it's just the AI's version of being flustered when you when you catch them between cover and they're just like oh oh and you hit them and they're like oh god now I'm limping <laughs> they're running I love that there's there's like uh, the the hyenas there's the, the guys that like they have this walk cycle that's really really funny because it's like oh look how gangster I am yeah because they're too busy holding their guns gangster yeah. style I'm like if you held it properly you might kill me and you'll see them like run between cover like do that freak out thing that you said and then it's like they'll sort of stop and just go no, oh, fuck you! I'm gonna walk towards you, and you're like, "You're dead, mate." I'm sorry. <laughs> you're not even wearing any armor. I'm not even aiming at you. I'm blind firing over. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's a good game. It is a really good game. Um, but you've been playing something else, though, Karen. I have. Yeah. Uh, not not a, a great deal, but I wanted to bring something else, and I've been plugging away on Switch. Uh huh. That cool. is Valhalla. Mmm. Is a well, the, the name says it all. So it's Valhalla V A dash one one Hall dash A. Uh-huh, I get it. Stylized. I get it. Uh, and yeah, it's a cyberpunk bartender action. That's that's the subtitle, because basically this game is a visual novel where you're a cyberpunk bartender. I love that they've done the cyberpunk bartender action, action. like the, the, like the, the Kojima Solid. Metal Gear yeah, Solid. it's full Kojima. Yeah, I love it. Um, so great. So yeah, it's it's basically, it's a visual novel where you're a bartender. And it's, obviously the setting is cyberpunk, um, all like pixel sprite art. Uh, very simple interface, which is, again, good for these sort of visual novel type games. Mm-hmm. Um, and very early on, so the story is still developing. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely, it, it obviously doesn't, it doesn't seem like... So visual novels usually are, I mean, for better or worse, like a novel. Yeah. Like you're just reading through the dialogue and it's basically the story that you're getting. It's a picture book as well. because you got Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this one is some is feeling somewhat more like the story is happening... Again, at the point I'm at, it's developing in the background, and I'm sort of talking to the characters and piecing it together myself, which is quite interesting. Okay. Um, and of course, like the main the main gameplay hook is, of course, the bartending side. So you have a little manual with all your drinks, and nice. like customers will ask, well, patrons will ask for drinks, and you can check what you need to chuck into them. All the ingredients are sort of like spread out on the the um, right side. Yep. Sort of in an, in an arc, so you aim with the joystick. You can also use the touchscreen. Okay. For a lot of the stuff in that's this cool. game, which is nice. Because obviously, yeah, it was it was a PC game first, so I assume that's to compensate the mouse. Yep. Um, and yeah, basically you mix the drinks on the right-hand side and then serve them up to them. And there's, there's like plenty of little things to keep it interesting because you you would think with like, I think it's four or, or five ingredients, what more can you really do? Right. But a lot of them, besides the ingredients, want them to be blended, which mm-hmm. is, so when you have got all the ingredients in your shaker, you press ZR to start the shaking process, and once it shakes more than five seconds, then it 
shakes faster and it's when it's blended okay just little things like that and be like okay i've got to leave this for more than five seconds to blend it or they'll want it aged so you press i think y to chuck ice in before you mix it okay just like little things like that and sometimes customs will ask for like a double serve where you have or like a big drink and it's where you basically have to double all the ingredients right like, you want it heavy all right dude do you uh do you feel like you could competently mix up a cocktail how I mean, in real life after this does it do you feel I like mean, it's like it translates into real life i reckon if you i mean if you gave me the, the like a, a re- the recipe for one maybe uh, maybe yeah. i should try it yeah why not <laughs> I can, I can I can speak from experience that making cocktails is really fun. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun, especially when you have the recipes in front of you. Do you it's, get it's a lot do of fun. you get cool like cyberpunk characters come talk to you? No. Okay. I don't. I have this, really this, down. this is like bounty hunter that talks to me, which is kind of neat. But it's interesting though that you brought up about like the story going on from like basically overhearing people talk about. Yeah, things. like they're talking to me about events that's happening, and it's, I'm, I'm sort of like, okay, is that the story? Because my mm-hmm. character's feeling very passive right now. Right. Because I just work in the, in the bar, and but they come the in and talk to me. That's what's so cool about it, because yeah. as, a, as a bartender, that's what you are like. You hear like. the stories. You hear the stories from everyone. That's exactly. like the bartender trope. So. so, again, I don't know how long the game is. I, I'm probably maybe three or four hours in. Uh, yep. It's very fun, though. I'm very much enjoying it. Uh as you, based on how well you serve the drinks up, because obviously you can make mistakes, mm-hmm. um, a lot of that is tallied up at the end of your shift, and you can get bonuses for like being spot on. Like sometimes customs will be very vague, okay. and they'll be like, "Give me a drink that's like blah," and you're like, "Oh god," because there's a few different categories you can sort by. So in your in right. your recipe book, there's just a standard list A to B, like alphabetical. There's one that breaks them down into like manly drinks girly drinks bitter all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. and then another one and then there's of course there's on the far right there's like promo drinks for the, the big spenders okay <laughs> but yeah so that even the little things like that sometimes they'll just be like i want a drink that tastes like this you're like oh crap okay i've got, I've got to read the description of the drinks it's just it's enough to keep you interested and it really it does suck you into the, the mixing side of it seems very papers please yeah like, like i would say that's a pretty fair comparison. you've got to kind of judge do you have a time limit on making the drinks no, or anything no, like that you, no? no which is which is good that's but good it, again if you say you put in too much ingredients of like one particular part and you have to scrap it like that is they remember then it's like well, that's a mistake yeah they're like oh, <laughs> that, that that cost <laughs> yeah yeah again speaking from experience there's nothing worse than fucking up a cocktail halfway through yeah. in front of a customer and having yeah. to scrap it and you're <laughs> like Oh, cool. But if you, do yeah. a, if you do a perfect at the end, you get a nice bonus, which is cool. That's cool. Um, and yeah, in between your shifts, basically you get uh, your bartender character. What's the name of the character? I'm not, I can't remember. Let's have a quick look. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. God, I can't find the name. Live fact check. I love it. <laughs> Live fact check. Jill. Ah. So yeah, in between shifts, you actually get to, there's like the screen splits. Um, when she's back at her apartment, okay. like the left hand side is her is her phone, and okay. you can like keep tab. There's like a bunch of as you play the game, more things open up. Right now, I can check like a blog, uh, a newspaper website, and a forum and stuff okay. like that. And like periodically, there'll be new posts on those things. You can open them and and you can literally read them. And like Jill's character on the right will have a speech bubble because you can see her basically in her apartment. Um, you can also go shopping. You can, and it basically, it's just a, it's just a, a drop down, open up menu where you pick yeah. from a bunch of items. But she'll mention that she wants something, and you can just go and buy it, and it'll make her happier. I don't know long term if that has effects, but and, and you do physically see the items pop up in her apartment, okay, which is satisfying. That's always good. I do like when you buy stuff and it's actually like, that's right, I bought that. In a, yeah. I spent two thousand dollars on that. In a cyberpunk world, though, like there's cyberpunk's always. This could be very ignorant of me, but like it's always based around like there's always elements of like. 
you know, trying to keep the general public happy and ignorant. Maybe there's some sort of flavor of that coming in. There are things that, so without going too far into it, because I don't think I've played enough to really get the full grip of it. Okay. Um, there's definitely some, some, there's two groups clashing. I know there are particular, there are heavily modified humans. Right. And classic sex robots as well, all sorts of stuff. And uh, so, yeah, like there's plenty, there's plenty of cyberpunk here. I just need to sort of dig in more to get more of it. Yep. But um, again, in the early, like the three or four hours that I have played, it's very cool. Mm-hmm. And I, I have been waiting for this because I remember it came out on Steam a while ago. And then they were like, we're coming to Vita. I'm like, well, I own a Vita, but yep. I don't really want to, I don't want to play you on a Vita. Yeah. And they were like, we're coming to Switch 2. I'm like, there you go. There we go. That's, That's the one. That's the one. Because <laughs> we played it at PAX. I don't think I did. No. But no, I, remember, I, remember, I did I've, see it and I was I did like, play I want that game. Um, yeah, I haven't got around to buying it yet. I will get around to it. Um, I've just been trawling through a whole bunch of other stuff. But It was fun also to find there was a sequel coming. <laughs> yeah, I know. Was, <laughs> I had no idea. I wish I'd kept that audio because I had the microphone rolling while Kyron discovered there was a sequel like already announced with a trailer and it looks really good. It does, yeah. Um, and it's Nirvana. Yeah. Because obviously this one's Valhalla, that one's Nirvana. So really yeah, cool. sign me up. I'm yeah. in, I'm there. It looks... It looks like it's just a better, like a more advanced version of this. So I'm 100 percent in. Mm. See you in 2020. Yeah, Sukaban like, Games. Super Sukaban. Sukaban. Or Venezuelan cool. Studio. Venezuelan. Mm. All right. Cool. But yeah. So it's then if you're into visual novels, then you got to switch. Give it a look. I always like those types of visual novels that have like a bit of game to them as well. Yeah. Again, definitely, and I think that's something that visual novels have gotten better at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they, they they're realizing that like. <sighs> They need to add, you know, some sort of game mechanic in it to sort of keep people engaged. I reminded myself of Doki Doki. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a visual novel. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, it is. Um, but yeah, no, they've definitely gotten better at that sort of stuff, mm, which is yeah. good. Cool. cool. What do you got, Joel? I, look. Not, uh, you got Division? I, man, I played Division. I've, I mean, I can give you a quick rundown of what I've been playing, like... I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> I've started Owlboy. Um, I don't want to talk about too much yet. Yeah, it's still fair. fairly fairly early on, but um, I'm enjoying it. A lot of story though. It's a very story heavy game, um, which is not a bad thing. But I was just like, I wasn't prepared for that. It sounds like it caught you off guard, like the heavy story focus of Iconoclast. Iconoclast, yeah. Which is like this game's fun, but it's a lot of story, I and that's like, fine. I, I really like the, the mechanic of, like, I kind of wanted to play a platformer, but that's fine, you got a story, I'm sure it's good. And, and also, everyone's such a jerk to... to they um, really are. They I don't remember his name. I don't remember Otis? his name. But yeah, it yeah. is. I think it is Otis. Yeah, yeah good, good memory. But yeah, yeah they, they bully him hard. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm unnecessarily so. But anyway. <laughs> um, I've also, I dabbled with uh, the Swords of Ditto, Momo's Revenge, I think it's called, the, the re-release of Oh, it. yeah, the Switch one. Um, yeah, with, it's, it's the game. But yep. with um, that was DLC that got added to oh, it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I was confused as well. I thought it was an ex- Switch exclusive. That's yeah, when I looked at it, I'm like, is that no. a sequel or something? Cause no, because so I, I knew that Sword of Ditto came out like last year. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's just like a, a okay, uh, like an expansion they've added to it, and then they while they added to that, they released the whole thing on Switch. Ah, so um, and yeah. it's really good. Um, the thing about that that really blows me away is the art style is gorgeous that was a part of a game that honestly caught my eye the most it's um the, my the, uh, my downside to it is it's a, it feels a little slow for a top like what i want from a top down oh, okay like just in terms of like movement it just feels a little bit too slow if you could like but you can there are items you can get to buff your speed and stuff like oh, it's okay. a roguelike it's everything is there's days. constant progression <laughs> going with okay okay you, but like every, everything is a roguelike so i'm not sure that's a that's a thing you need to tell me anymore <laughs> it's more akin to like just say if you took uh 
like the top down nature of say like a Zelda game and mashed it with the roguelike elements and setup of Rogue Legacy. Yeah. So because basically it, it, what happens is every hundred years, um, a new person gets born or comes around that can wield the sword of Ditto and they become the sword. Uh, and then they go out and try and say, beat this, this Momo. And if you fail, then yeah. 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 The, the, the country has to wait another thousand years. Oh boy. A <laughs> hundred years. Sorry. I mean, to... that's a pretty rough deal for the country. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty rough. And it, but that's cool. That's how they get around having like the randomly generated map. Yeah. Cause so the, the, the map changes. changes. It's yeah. a bit similar, but it's not. And yeah, it's really, it's really neat. Um, I really liked it. It's yeah, it's sort of grabbing me, but not really. Well, you got um, a lot of roguelikes to pick from, Joel. So dude, I've been playing so many. Uh, I've, I've like I I went back to. I don't think I brought this up yet, though, Kyron. I finally beat the final boss in Enter the Gungeon, and and I've got more to do. But like and. it's... And oh, and Dead Cells yeah. as well. Yeah, so I, you finished two roguelikes. I did. Yeah, I I couldn't remember if I brought up Dead Cells or not. But yeah, I don't no, think you have honestly. Yeah, uh, but both of those. Um, I did. T- it. I did it. I didn't start from the start with Enter the Gungeon. I started from like because there are basically you, you, if you meet specific conditions, you can start at certain floors. Basically, so like I started from like floor two or three and went through. There's like six chambers and then the final boss. Um, but I did it. And man, the final boss is fucking crazy, and it look, it's such a cool design. Um, and... I'll tell you what, Joel, I did buy Enter the Gungeon when I was on sale, <gasps> and I tried playing it, and I didn't like it. Oh, it I didn't. Me... I didn't like the, the controls. Yeah, could... look, they take a while to get used to. I honestly, Again, especially in handheld, I didn't like it. At yeah, all. okay, that's fair. So, which is again, just play... it's a it's a similar problem, not to the same extremity as like Medias has had. It just it still felt small. Okay, I think on a on the pro controller, I might enjoy it a bit more. All which right, I might fair. try that, but um, I can definitely appreciate that it's a, it's cleverly put together and the enemy design is just fantastic. Oh, it's it, the, the the design in general is fantastic. That game is uh, that that's a that's a ten out of ten for me. It's, I and it's love finished it. now, isn't it? Like it's that was their the last they, update. They released their final DLC, was, which was um, a farewell to arms. That was half the reason I picked it up. I'm like, you know what, guys? Like you've supported this game for a long time. Yep. It's on special. I'll buy it. I really, really looking forward to seeing what they're going to do, what Dodge Roll do next. Because, yeah, that's um, true. Big fan of that. Um, what else have I been playing? I briefly, briefly, briefly dabbled in uh, Persona Five: Dancing in Moonlight. Um, I mean, it's my best friends, man. It's great. Like, there's nothing really we can say about that that uh, you didn't really cover before, and you know, if, I don't want to. If you get... like Persona and if you like Rhythm Game, get can you. You might actually be able to... Everyone, again, I'm not... I know that Damiano from Easy Ally said this, but you can tell it was meant to be made, like played on Vita, right? Oh, for sure. Like, 100%. Because that screen is huge. Oh, yeah. And you're oh, like... Yeah. As the notes start going out, you're like, oh, God. I, okay, I'm looking at it here. I'm looking in the corner. It's, I'm like, I'm sure there's something really cool in the middle, but I cannot look at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, but I do appreciate that they, there is a, um like like no fail mode. Yeah, yeah, You can yeah. just basically watch. Oh, I mean, when you get to the, like a lot of the power-ups and that, it's the game's a breeze and you can actually enjoy seeing what's happening. Yeah. And like some of those, the dance choreography is just, it's good. So good. Uh, and this oh, reminds man. me, I haven't watched the most recent P live yet. The sound bomb. Oh shit. Yeah. I, need to watch I, that think, too. I think it's on, I saw someone share it on YouTube. So it's out there somewhere. Ooh, um, but yeah, apart from that, not a lot really. Like I've just been, been busy. 
I'm not gonna. You've finished a couple of roguelikes. I finished a couple of, but but see the thing is, I haven't really finished them. I've finished no, a run of a roguelike. Don't have endings. Enter the Gungeon still has so much more that I haven't even scratched. Like there are so many hidden areas and and things that I've been doing research on. Like how the fuck do I? I've got to do this thing that I didn't even know about that existed to get to that thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. <laughs> There's lots of things. Things ahoy. Um, but I'm very excited because Katana Zero got reclassified to come out in Australia. We should be coming out probably this week. Hopefully. So And that's that's like a just a proper like adventure game, right? That's not a oh, roguelike. No no, it's a it's a that's a that's a yes. it's more hotline Miami than it is into the gungeon. So yes. I'm yeah, in I'm done like there. Themselves. I'm there. I'm there. Yeah, and, and apparently it's like five or six hours to finish. Like it's Brilliant. not very long. That's a so, great length. <laughs> uh I'm very excited about that. I'm sure I'll probably talk if it comes out this week, like it's supposed to. Um well, I got, I've got uh, Layers of Fear two oh, tomorrow. Yes. I'll be picking that up on PS4. So yes. I'll be bringing that next time we record. Mm. Good times. Well yeah, I I'm, I'm racking my brain to think if there's anything else I No, I, it's well it sounds like again, like much like me, you've been using it as catch up. Oh, yeah. Like I, I said, I finally finished Horizon. It's done now. Yes. I made right on the thing I tried three times to do. So good. And yeah, I did come out the other end and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Some stuff of the open world, I was like, mm, and the map was a bit of a mess. And Yep. But the narrative is the narrative. really strong, I think. The past stuff was the strong part. I didn't, I wasn't too invested in the present stuff. Yeah, but I think the way it does yeah. come to a head at the end, I liked. The, yeah. Like, it was honestly. It's like I was listening to audio logs in those in those past. Oh yeah, like, it's like this is bleak. And reading like like flavor text on like a coffee mug that yeah. you picked up. Like it's so, yeah, it's really cool. I want to see that because I'm like I'm ready now for when they announce Horizon Two for PS5 next year. Probably <sighs> it's happening. Yeah, that's definitely happening. Yeah. Gorilla's working hard on that right now. Surely. Yes. Um, in that um, what's the name of their engine again? Um, De- Decima. Decima, yeah, because that engine is nice. Bringing, bringing us Death Stranding, exactly. Yeah, um, but yeah, like I, yeah, you're 100 percent right. We've been doing a lot of catch, catch up. up. It's good fun. It's nice to have catch up, honestly. Yeah, I mean, and when I say catch up, I mean buying games still to play. I mean, I've, I've bought games. I've bought Division. I bought Valhalla. I bought Moonlighter. Well, I bought I bought our I bought, boy. Oh, now, Moonlighter, man. I know. I've also bought Watch Dogs to play that through. Oh, it was it was a bad game to play. After Horizon, and as I was playing Division, because just all the gameplay mechanics yep. exploded. And, and I was different like, control schemes. I can't figure yeah. out Watch Dogs, so I dropped it for now. Yep. But um, I will go back to it. It'll probably end up being like Horizon, where it's like, the third time I'll get there. Watch Dogs 2 is a solid 8, I reckon. Solid 8. Yep. It's, I, I love that game to death. Anyway. Um, but yeah, fun times. Well, now we're back after our... Uh, you know, into our back into our normal format, which is lovely. Uh, and we've checked in with the quest log. It's now time for everyone's favorite news time podcast game. Man, I've really got to work on that. Hang on, let's just <laughs> another run at that. Uh, everyone's favorite um, podcast video game news game. Dope or nope? Dope or Oh. It's times like this I wish our, our podcast was like like video recorded as well. I love... like, the looks on your face were priceless. You were like, mm-hmm. honestly, at this point, I've just come to love the intro to Dope or Nope. 
I psych myself out of it every I time. It. I freak myself out. Just like, I'm like this week's gonna be the week, and it's not. I love. It I just love. I love hearing the words that you pull. It's just great. Just, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just like it's just amazing. I'm like, what's he gonna say this time? I if anyone it. out there has a suggestion of what, like, I just because I'm. It's a, pod, it's a podcast news game. Podcast. Everyone's favorite podcast news game. Yeah, that's it. See, and every like, it should be that simple. But every week, I'm like, no, I'm gonna do it. And then I just, I freak out. I just. <laughs> You know how you get those those moments where you get that like, one thing where you like that just trips you up every time. That's it. I mean, I get it when oh, I when buddy. I know I'm going to talk about a game I really like. I'm like, let me get to bring up this this mm-hmm. this this and this, and I get mm-hmm. I get like four fifths down the list. I'm like, and I'm done, and then we move on. And then half an hour later, like in the middle of dope and I'm like, oh, shit. shit, yeah. <laughs> I usually, I've done that before with like entire games that I've played that week and I'm like ah oh, fuck I forgot I completely forgot that it's gone it's gone that, it's that done. moment's never coming back pass it up it's done pack it up um, but yes Dope or Nope is of course our new segment of the show where we bring some new stories to the table and we decide collectively uh, if they are dope uh, which we talk about them in great detail or nope which we forget all about it and oh, move on Joel the industry is sizzling it right is, now it is man like it's usually like pre-3 is like it's usually the time of rumours. Yeah. And leaks. But there's been some concrete things happening. And I mean, granted, one of them is... It's like, it is a rumour, but because of the source and the franchise, you're like, that's true. Yeah. That's rock solid 100%. Lock it in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you want to kick off with that one? Sure, you may yeah, as let's well. let's do it. So um, this one actually started from a tweet that I saw on Twitter. And I've been, a, obviously, since Emma's story developed, basically... And it, it is honestly a whole thing. But... <laughs> How did I approach this story? Because it really is two stories, but only one side of the story is the part that people are interested in. Yeah. So, okay, let's do it. Call of Duty 2020 is going through an upheaval, and Triarch will be taking over and making it Black Ops 5. Yeah, look, it's not as dope in a way, in a weird kind of like... It's for me. It's dope because it's like I just love hearing about new games. Yeah. But then this, like this one, when you peel, like you look under the surface mm. and. It's worrying. Because we're like, well, that's 2020. What's happening in 2019, Kyron? And we have the answer. But also, but 2020, yeah. So is, is, is it... Are we on the, on the dope train for this? Uh, yeah, yeah, for okay, sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, as it goes, the reason it's going for an upheaval is originally this... Like, next year's Call of Duty was meant to come from newcomer Raven. Ah. Like, the new studio. To, it was, again, stepping in to sort of keep that rotation, giving them more breathing room for the other studios. Is that like the, right, as in like Ravensoft from back in the day? Or is I it a completely new studio, maybe? I don't know. I think it might be one of the, like, the old one, but again, I don't know for sure. Going to do a live fact check? I love it. Yeah. So they were basically working alongside Sledgehammer to make next year's Call of Duty, which was going to be set during the Cold War, likely involving Vietnam, according to Jason Schreier over at Kotaku, basically the video game journalist, as I think we should just call him now. Um, but yeah, not anymore. Something, whatever went on, like... Ah, so Raven, yeah. They were? They've produced content in conjunction with uh, Treyarch on Call of Duty Black Ops with Infinity Ward. And so they've always been there. And it is, yeah, Raven Software. They, they've been around before COD, though, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've heard of them before. But either way, they're no longer doing next year's game because Activision's, for some reason, is just like, nope. And they've thrown the creative leadership onto Treyarch, okay. which will now be putting out Black Ops 5 next year. Mm-hmm. Um, hot on the tails of Black Ops 4 from last year, mm. which is where this story sort of has gets interesting because obviously this isn't great. Like Raven and uh, Sledgehammer, I don't think, are super okay with this. Yeah. 
Uh, but also even Treyarch is like Treyarch's like fifty fifty. Apparently, like according to again Treyarch's reporting, like Treyarch is half of Treyarch's like oh boy two years. Like we just did Black Ops Four last year, and now next year we're doing Black Ops Five, mm-hmm. which by the sounds of it will be taking um, a Cold War setting. Oh, so it sounds like story mode will be back for this one, which I think I think we all knew. Yeah, look, it was it was an interesting experiment they did, and I think it did actually pay off in the long run. I think they. You know what, John? This actually makes me curious as to how long this has been going on because it was odd that Black Ops Four had no story mode. Right. Like that's what's interesting about this. So do you think it wasn't ready for Black Ops Four? Maybe. Like rescheduled it and like, retooled it. He's very he's kind enough here to include a lineup of the games and developers for recent COD entries. Okay, so starting in 2012, we had Treyarch with Black Ops Two. Mm-hmm. 2013, Infinity Ward made Ghosts. 2014, Sledgehammer did Advanced Warfare. 2015, Treyarch did Black Ops Three. 2016, Infinity Ward did Infinite Warfare. Mm-hmm. Still can't believe that was the name of the game. 2017, Sledgehammer made World War II. Then 2018, Treyarch made Black Ops 4. And 2019, Infinity Ward is making a currently unannounced Call of Duty, but <laughs> a YouTuber posted this weekend, but it's but he's like, get this, it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And Jason Schreier was more or less like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Which... <sighs> So it's because we're not sure yet if it's like a a reboot. It's being like it seems to be being labeled a soft reboot. Yeah, it's just funny because Call of Duty Four Bo- was Modern Warfare, Warfare, and now Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Warfare Four is, is just Modern, modern Warfare. Warfare. Yeah, it's it's a <laughs> thing. Right. It's a thing. But like, I mean, it, it, we were talking about this over the weekend yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, like, it's not the first time no. this has happened. I mean, God of War did it. Yep. Like, just going back to basics and stripping out numbers. I think a lot of franchises are doing that because they are seeing I mean, the as, value in... As as games run longer, I'm sorry, we can't all be Final Fantasy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can't yeah. all build our brand over sweet Roman numerals. Yeah, that's it. Like, I think, yeah, dropping and, and going from... Instead of having, like, a, just a flat-out number and having a, a like... Subtitle? Subtitle. That's a lot better. As long as you stick away from... Stay away from the biblical stuff. I'm sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> we can be done with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Origins. Just stop using Origins. No more Origins. <laughs> no more Origins, please. No. Oh, God. Jesus. Um, yeah. Look, this is... That's interesting you bring up about the fact that, like, you know, how long they've maybe been working on that yeah, story mode like for. It... Maybe it wasn't ready to go and maybe this is what... Because this does also sort of have a second, a third part of the story, I guess, where Activision is apparently openly looking at free-to-play hmm. aspects to Call of Duty. as And everyone is just screaming, obviously, make the Battle Royale free-to-play. Which is hard, I think, after you've just sold it in a package deal for 60 Yeah. Well, <laughs> Australia, like 99 um, with the deathmatch and all that. And I, yep. I think there's still zombie stuff they haven't really delivered on as well. Well, here's the thing. Do you think that their, their version of free-to-play when it comes to this sort of thing, obviously the, the one that they want to do is like having a, a Fortnite-esque game that they can put out. But do you think they do something like, or like Apex Legends as well, but do you think they do something like a free trial initiative or like... They love they love their blockbuster campaigns. I mean, obviously not enough to put one in Black Ops Four. Yeah, but well, I think they'd try something different. And again, like, who knows what was happening behind the scenes here? Because it sounds like COD's been going through some stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not surprised. It's been years of it's, just an- annual releases. Yeah, and I don't think I think <laughs> Assassin's Creed couldn't keep this up. Yeah, and I think they even they were surprised at how well 
Blackout was received. It was received very well. So I think even they were just like, oh, we're just going to put it out there and see how it goes. Oh, oh, it's done well. Yeah, we totally had faith in it the whole time. Yeah. I, I, I think there were doubts there, and rightfully so. But um, It just makes sense for that to be, if, if they were to do a free-to-play thing, it does make sense to make Blackout that, and then you can just have, like, the multitude of COD teams. Yes. Just, like, when they're not, like, they can just be putting content together occasionally throughout development cycles because yeah. if they get this if they get this roster running up and running like properly like they could be looking at four-year rotations which would be honestly probably better for the devs absolutely because the Treyarch is like basically they're, they're like look we're prepping for some overtime to get black ops 5 ready for next year uh, and, and that that's sucks. to get black ops 5 ready for next year that's insane because like well yeah they just made black ops 4 yeah that's not and they're still supporting it surely aren't they yeah yeah because they, they released like the alcatraz map and stuff yeah. recently yeah this this, this it, 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 the member would always, almost be like going back to the days when it was just triarch and infinity ward yeah like going back and forth <sighs> it's not sustainable like having having, having sledgehammer in there is nice and i boy i'd love I'd love for Raven to just be able to be in there as well and just give those devs some extra breathing room. If like Activision is obviously insistent on keeping this up, mm. but yeah, so it'd be interesting. Like it sounds, I'm, I was seeing talk of like we'll see this new Call of Duty like this year's around May thirtieth, according to Eurogamer. That may, so, that that lines up about yeah. right. Well, again, because like Sony's not an E three, Sony's not E three, and EA don't have a Battlefield game this year. No, because so because. Activision's in bed with Sony because they're the number one platform. Yep. At the PlayStation conferences is usually where we got our big COD, COD reveal. Yeah. Like, there's usually, like, a tease before and they'd be like, this is the next COD. And then E3, they'd blow it open. I know it's been... It's pretty close, but do you think Sony would do another state of play then? And that's, that's, been, that's been tossed around. Sony was very coy with the last one, which, as much as I loved it, that was a... Like, I, I think it was in particular Jones... From Easy Eyes, like mistake, Sony. Yeah, because <laughs> mistake. The first day to play, pretty underwhelming. But you're like, okay, look, this is what I should expect from these. Mm. Second state of play, which we didn't really get to talk about. No, we didn't actually. That's Damn a good point. Which showcased an amazing Final Fantasy VII remake trailer. It's okay. We can cover it again when we see we that can, game again in a couple. We weeks. can cover it when our pro day through. We get to Square Enix. Yes, it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so now it's just like, look, state of play, you don't just bring a seven remake trailer. <laughs> no, like not, not in your second episode. No. Like it's, come like, on. Good God. But, yeah. uh, I mean, maybe they, they were saying when that last one went up, but they, they will have another one later in the year. If it makes sense, if they are wanting to do this kind of like the Nintendo way of doing things by releasing Nintendo usually always have one around they do also events. advance it they like they like because we know their tree we, we know their e3 schedule now yeah and if so, like sony would be pretty foolish to just shut a drop a state of play on those yeah. already stressed and overworked journalists <laughs> yeah that's very true so but, i mean may 30th makes like, that's a little bit before it is so it'd it, be pretty close to the last one but and that's the only the only, th- the only thing that makes me go oh maybe not but like it's the sad, yeah. the sad reality, Joel, I think, is I don't think it's going to happen because I don't think there's meaningful updates. I think those big flagship games they have are next year. Yeah. Cross-gen, I... PS5, PS4 games. Yeah. 
maybe and I, no, and I, I think that's why because like State of, the State of Play also had Medieval which was like the thing that's like if they had E3 they could show that but it was in State of Play yeah it feels it just feels like maybe it's not going to happen which is why COD's doing this on May 30th and maybe they'll be at Microsoft which would be weird yeah that would maybe, be maybe yeah. we'll, it'll be like a throwback like we'll open with that remember the old Microsoft press conference where you'd open with the, the COD mission yeah Maybe we'll get a throwback E3. That'd be kind of fun. What was the what was the um the time limit on the exclusivity deal with Sony? I I don't know honestly. I don't know yeah. if it was like openly. I wonder specified. if it was. Yeah. I assume, I just assumed Activision was like, no, we want this because you're the best. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and Sony was like, we'll pay you. And then Sony's like, cool, we're not doing anything anymore. And Activision's like, well, fuck, like <laughs> we need to announce we our need, COD. We need somewhere to announce COD, and now we've gotten into bed with you, and you're like, no, nah, we're not doing we're that not, anymore. We're not interested. <laughs> Oh, see you at PSX, guys. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess they'll probably do their own live stream. That's... Yeah, I mean, look, again, Activision is big enough that it's not a problem for them. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that they've done that with Destiny. They yeah, yeah. Destiny 2, the last update. When they announced Destiny 2, update. they had a whole thing. Like, they invited journalists out, and they, like, that, you know what? That's probably what it'll be. Yeah. They'll just have, they'll fly people out to wherever they're doing it on May 30th, and the next day we'll get this huge live stream or something very similar to like borderlands 3 as well yeah like that seems to be the way people are doing things now that yeah well because you want the spotlight on you yeah absolutely and then what better Shout way to, out do it to nintendo to... i mean they didn't start it but the direct sort of have sort of shaken up everything it's like hey what if you just picked a time and everyone would only pay attention to you yep like that it was just you because before that it used to be like these big events where people would save up all their stuff for those big events and mm. then drop bombs and even when these things did happen it would usually be press only so yeah. we have to read read articles yeah but now they're like, you know what? We can do the press only thing, but then also have like a public stream. Yep. Absolutely. Just clever. Interesting. We'll, I'm sure we'll publish yeah. back on it when I we hear more about it. I couldn't believe it. I was in a, at a point where I'm like, I'm curious of what the hell's going on with Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. That's, um... I'm sorry, Triarch. It sounds like it's not going to be a fun year for you, which sucks. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, you ready for another one? Lay it on me. I got a tasty one. Just, a, just to taste a little tidbit. tidbit. Follow up on a game that we follow that we've covered before. <laughs> Lay it on me multiple girl. times. Uh, Necro Brewster has a release date. I'm gonna stop you there because it's dope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought that was it was I was pandering there to be pandering. honest. And also, pandering. I want to talk about it. Um, yeah, not much to talk about here. There's a new gameplay trailer out. It looks as gorgeous as ever. It looks amazing. The soundtrack sounds just as good as it always has. Speaking um, of like fun twists on visual novels. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah, we're on theme. We're on theme here. Um, the soundtrack apparently is coming to oh, streaming services once the game comes out. <laughs> uh, and you may be wondering, you probably already know, but that game's coming out August 9th. So look forward to that on PC. Man, imagine if it shows up in the direct. You know what? I'm not doing this to myself. Because it is coming oh. to Switch. No, it's not, ha- not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Don't do it. It's Why not? not? We had an Australian game show last year. I know. Don't at... do it, Joel. Don't. Just don't. Oh. Imagine be, if the Switch be... version comes first. They've been working on that. Oh. And they shadow drop it oh. right there. There'll be an indie stream later in the year. It's fine. It's okay. Don't worry. I, I yeah, should have that'll said be that. Like, yeah. It was unfair for me You're to do right. that to myself. That'll be, yeah, like September sometime. Because, we'll boy, like, stream. if, if Necro Barista showed up in this, I'd be so proud. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yeah. Um, those guys are so cool but play, yeah play this game when it comes out check yes. out a trailer if, you, if you're like what are you guys talking about it's like, uh, check out a trailer they're good it the guys cool. from uh, Route 59 I believe yeah I'm sure yeah that's they're really really lovely um, and the game looks awesome and it's about yeah it is, it's weird right because we've been going to PAX a couple of years mm-hmm. and we're starting to see a lot of these games we were playing there like yeah. Blossom man 
Dead Static, I'm looking at the, the know, poster that's under your drink right yeah. now. Dead Static Drive, man, has got so much buzz around it. And it's, got, it's, it's got a following, man. Yeah, I mean, I, it was, it's been picked up by ID Xbox as well, I believe, and just... I saw he was on Twitter today. They're looking for like a producer. Mm-hmm. Just sort of, yeah, yep. Like, oh, yep. Let's go. Uh, let's play that game so bad. <laughs> Come on, Mike. We believe in you. <laughs> we want you. We, we, we want to play that game so badly. But also take the time. Yeah, yeah don't, you know, don't rush it. Don't don't burn yourself let, out. Let it cook. Yeah, yeah. When it's ready. Um, but yeah, this is a fun little thing. No, it's it's good because like, again, as I said, we we play this for a, a couple of packs now, and it's fair to say we've both been like. Yes, I will take it, please. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> I will like, have this game. This is great. This, this game set in like a Melbourne coffee joint with like a seedy underworld, underground death well, game of sorts. It's based on like a Melbourne coffee place, but it's yeah, it's it's almost like Limbo in a way. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. yeah, and this is where they like shepherd people into. Ned Kelly's in there. Oh man, <laughs> it's so good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I'm, um, in. I'm in. Very, very keen to play that. I've still got my Necro Brewster badge on my on my bag that I got. I've got my sticker. I should stick it on my laptop. It's on my actually. I've got one on my laptop as well. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, just some good vibes. Nice announcement vibes. Keen to move things. Keen on. for more. Hmm. Um. I am going to do some necromancy, Joel, because a room of it was like that was I I would honestly laugh out of a room. It's mm-hmm. like this is stupid. Okay. This is too far fetched to even consider. Mm-hmm. But the man himself decided to be like to on his on his blog, if it's not a blog in his own words, to basically just single I'm not sure if he realized he was doing it, but bring it back to life. Okay. So George R. R. Martin <laughs> The man who has two novels to write still, which I know he's I know we say let it cook, and I know it's it's mean to be needy of the of the artist, but I do really want those books, George. Mm-hmm. This show's the show's over, and I wasn't happy with it. And no spoilers, obviously, but I want those books. It surely is over. <laughs> it is. Uh, anyway, basically on his on his blog post, he very it's like so casually mentioned that he consulted on a video game out of Japan, <laughs> and like as a throwaway line, you're like, okay, but pff, so what? But when you remember that, um month ago maybe very like a while ago there was a crazy rumor that george r martin was teaming up with from software yep for a video game it's just like are you kidding me it's like it's crazy but also it's like i can see that from software and money they just work with activision to make secular so and they also they've probably got connections now they like deep lore and And george also does like (laughs) fantasy settings so um yeah. so yeah that room obviously originally came out we weren't recording at the time i don't think no but i'm arena going that's fine that's nothing anyway it was in the dark ages yeah, yeah. but now he's just casually posted this so what do you reckon dope or nope <laughs> look it's pretty dope, it is dope. I, i'm not going to deny you talking about george Armand and from, from software. software like <laughs> it's just like how what kind of a monster would i be to decline you with that how is this a world we live in yeah so okay. crazy that that isn't all because obviously once that came out a couple of um other outlets were like okay this is lining up so we we feel more confident mm-hmm. talking about what we've got so jamatsu in particular was talking about it i think this so the source is sort of citing but it's going to be it's been developed for three years which mm-hmm. makes sense because from software i think a year or so ago were like look these are the games we're making and they had like unannounced title a b c and they were all sort of different things secular was one of them obviously and um derecine was another one i yep. believe and yep. one of them was sounding like a dark souls game yep 
So this game is supposedly an open world game with horse riding, and it will be published by Bandai Namco. Uh, there's talk of it being set um, in Norse setting, which seems mm-hmm. to be the, tre- the trending topic right now. If you were to pick a thing, Vikings are hot. It's being known in, like by the two letters GR. God damn it. <laughs> I, I thought someone had what the GR stood for. I'm going to have a quick look. Uh, it was, it was, I feel like that people, someone was saying it was something rune. Okay. So, that lines up. And the rumors basically culminate by saying that we will see this game at Microsoft's press conference at E3 2019. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Where we, like, it's like... Because the initial rumor suggested that he was one of the lead writers. Yep. What and the f- fuck? Okay. The, here's the initial rumor here. So it stated that it was an open world title of George R. R. Martin as one of the lead writers with various kingdoms to visit and abilities to obtain from killing the leaders of those kingdoms. Okay. So here's the thing. Like, From aren't normally known for having their story blatantly out in the open. Do you think this is a good fit for someone like George R. 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 Martin? Um, again, like... From, from someone who hasn't read the books as well, of Game oh, of Thrones, I hear that, so... <laughs> uh, look, George loves detail. Uh-huh. His, his world's a ridiculously complex and layered. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, he does say in his own words, consulting. I'm not sure if that's because he knows the, the, the hornet's nest he's kicking. Right. And is choosing to say, I consulted. Is he a writer? We don't really know yet. But if he is a writer... Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, the stories in the Dark Souls games have been good, and it's been fun piecing them together. The story in Sekiro at the end was like, look, it was good. I didn't, like, obviously that game is, has much more in the way of cutscenes. Yeah. It was a decent story, but I think I preferred the ones where you piece it together yourself. Just that, that extra layer of mystery. I mean, bringing George in, though, if he is in fact writing, like, that could do any number of things to that, to, to the narrative from Miyazaki and the team over at From Software. If they can mend, if they can meld those two together mm. by having like a Got pretty straight follow, like straight to follow storyline that runs through, but there's also those branching paths of the outer lore mm. that you do have to piece together. Like, together. And you, man, the, if you want to do that, you can, but there are also. If I could put like one big red X next to Sekiro, it's like, I miss reading item descriptions. Right. Like the items in Sekiro was like, this item does this, I'm like, but. The setting. <laughs> give, me yeah. some, give me some deets. Give, give me some lore. Yeah. And yeah. it's just not there. And, I mean, again, if this is indeed sounding like it's following in the footsteps of Dark Souls... Yeah. Because rumors also say stuff like it will include the return of co-op and stuff like that as well. Okay. So... It, here's the other thing as well. Is, it, is, is this project being headed up by Miyazaki? Is it... I mean, maybe not. Cause... Because, like, he was heading up Sekiro. Yeah. So but again, the rumors suggest it's a collaboration between Hitaka Miyazaki and George Armand. So, okay. Again, uh, again, from software, they're a busy company, dude. Yeah, they are, and they've got clout now. So Sekiro, mm-hmm. um, Dark Souls Three, both popped at Microsoft conferences. True. So I, I, and I honestly, in in some weird way, I was going into the C three going. I know from software's got another game. There's another game we're working on. And, yeah. And Sekiro was definitely going down the Bloodborne path of action. I was yep. like... And Miyazaki was always saying, if someone approached me with a good idea for a Dark Souls game, I would be open to exploring it. Okay. Like, Dark Souls 3 wasn't like the hard cut, this is the end. It was just a nice send-off of the series. 
Um, and this, if this is in fact a spiritual successor in the way that honestly it does feel like Sekiro is to Bloodborne in some ways. Yep. Um, yeah, bring it on. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, boy, all eyes on Microsoft at E3 this year. Well, I mean, like, they really are the hot ticket, aren't they, this year? Because yeah. everyone else is... I mean, Ubisoft, I keep forgetting Ubisoft's going to be there, but, like, they've still got they've still got some plates spinning. Like, there are... I mean, there are stories that we didn't bring... Um, I don't think anyone... The cruel, the cruel joke they did a couple of weeks ago. Well, there's that about Splinter Cell, but I still think that's a possibility. I still think it's... I still think it's a... I think it's, like, a double red herring. Well, here's what, here's what we out. know. Skull and Bones is currently gone yeah so that's not going to be there yep this is pretty through stuff this is a separate episode okay all right cool. <laughs> but, but um i mean yeah, yeah you know I, basically what i'm saying is i was in a weird way expecting something from from, from, from software never would have expected this yeah and, this is big which is why when the rumor first popped up i was like sure thing was it i think it was yeah it was in march from youtube channel spawn wave you published a video discussing the rumor and i was just like nah you're dreaming. You have it a laugh. But then, yeah, that throwaway from line from George and his boy going, "Oh yeah, I can solder on the game out of Japan." It's like, wait, hang on, hang go, on. go back to that. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> yep. Do you know there was a rumor, George? Because that's you can't do this to me. <laughs> that motherfucker. So yeah, hang on. Who knows? E three is very close, and Jesus, if I wasn't already excited enough, that is kicked me into over, into overdrive. Right yeah, now. for sure. Um. All right. Well, I've got something that I I I. <laughs> I'm interested to hear your thoughts on because I'm pretty interested in it. Maybe not enough to put money into it yet, but we'll see. Um, so, Playdate is a new quirky. This is from uh, this is from Eurogamer, but Playdate is a quirky new handheld with some great indie designs on board, and it has a crank. What say you, Kyron? Joel, you threw me a bone earlier. Yep. <laughs> So I'll give you a dope for this, but boy, I'm not going to make this fun for you. <laughs> um, okay, so um, Panic, who are a like a developer slash publishing house, um, most notably behind uh, publishing Firewatch and uh, the upcoming Untitled Goose Game. Um, are they involved with Valley of the Gods? I fucking hope so, and I hope they're involved in getting that game out this year. <laughs> I'm coming for you, brod. Coming for you. Um, that is, of course, about our fantasy league, which we haven't know? really updated on. We'll we haven't really. We might do a it. thing later in the year. We, we might. Yeah, I think we should do maybe like a mid-year report. <laughs> yeah, after E3, maybe. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Because once I think after E3, all our because we have the last ones of slots, and we'll probably <laughs> yeah, we're, fill we're, them up. We're desperately holding onto those last slots, going, "Come on, breathe." Because um, Brod's the one to beat. His team's good. Oh yeah, very good. Um, but they've unveiled this thing called Playdate. Um, so it's this little handheld device. Um, it's a little games, a handheld games device. It's adorable. When you say little, it's tiny. It's really tiny. Um, and it's, it's lovely. It looks bright. It's got this yellow screen. It's black and white. Um, and I believe, so yeah, just go through some of the the features of it. Um, it's a playful yellow sheen, lots of friendly curves. It has a D-pad, two buttons and a 2.7 inch black and white high resolution screen. Uh, it also manages to pack in a Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, USB-C, a rechargeable battery, a headphone jack, and... Headphone jack? It did what iPhones can't. <laughs> it did. And a crank. A crank, you say? Maybe to power the device because it's a rechargeable battery? No, this is a an actual... You can like pull it out of the side and it, it can be used as a controller in games. Like certain games that support it. Um, 
So basically, this is like an indie handheld machine yes. because they have got a whole bunch of indie developers on board so far. And since announcing this, they have apparently got so many like indie developers like ready and willing to <clears throat> jump on board with this. Um, the first thing that they showed off, like in like the video for it. Uh, is a, a game called Kranken's Time Travel Adventure, which is, I didn't know this, by the Katamari Damacy designer, Kita oh. Takahashi. Okay? Neat. So, yeah. So, that and that makes sense, too, when you see the game. It involves, like, controlling this person, like, walking by, like, using the crank. And, like, you know, if you go really fast, they walk really fast. So, and, is it a game or is it a video that you play? That's the thing. I, look, I think it's a game. Yeah. I, because it, just because it's using the crank doesn't mean it's not using the other buttons. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, it's, again, they, they give you a small glimpse, so it's it hard to really say. It looks kind of visual novel-ish as well. But all right, like fi- all right fine. You got me. All right, yeah, that's right. right. I'm getting you back here, man. I'll get you no, back no, here. No, no, like, yeah, it's like, yes, I will always... Visual, visual novels are games. Yeah, exactly. See? <laughs> so you got me, motherfucker. Um, don't make me pull up the walking simulator. Oh, um, I hate that. So, yeah, then they said themselves that they're not trying to compete with other devices. Um, they're trying to, it's designed to be complementary. So it's, it's designed to be this fun little thing. And the way that they're doing, like, you know, how, what, what kind of games are coming to it, it. It's basically like when you buy the device, you also get a, a season pass, essentially with 12 games that they've got coming for it um, by various different um Developers, so obviously, like I said before, um, the, the designer of Katamari Damacy, uh, Zach Gage, so the guy behind Spell Tower and Really Bad Chess, uh, Bennett Foddy from Getting Over It, which he's doing heaps of cool stuff, uh, Sean Inman from The Last Rocket, uh, they're also working on games for it as well. Um, so at this stage, this first season that they're calling, uh, is going to be of 12 games that will come out every, like, I think two to three weeks, um. Yeah, so one game will be available when the console is turned on, and a new title will unlock each week. There you go. Um, some are short, some are long, some are experimental, some are weird. I am all about this. This is really cool. I I don't know. It's it's like this like weird like indie punk rock games handheld games device, and I know there are a lot of people out there that are like tossing like throwing their nose in the air at this i have one word for you okay oh yeah i know look now i do agree that i think the way that they are approaching this is better Mm -hmm. i think it's clever having the season pass and then that will get you all the games as they drip feed them out Mm -hmm. i still think the price might be a bit high though i look i do agree and that's the one thing that's making me go oh like i don't know but i am keeping my eye on this um they're expecting to ship early 2020 um, because they're, it's not a Kickstarter, so to speak. It's, it's like a, you can join a, a, a wait list to be informed of when it's going to go on sale. It's also tough because I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I've basically surrendered myself to hoarding money now because it's time to get ready for next gen. That's true. Um, and like, I, yeah, I get it. And I shouldn't be like throwing money at something like this because, you know, I've got other things I need to be focusing <laughs> on, but I, I'm just, I'm excited that this is something that is existing and that people are actually excited about because I, I, they put out a tweet a couple of days after the announcement saying that they've got like over 70,000 people on their wait list already um, for, like, for like on their newsletter list. They've been um, approached by a whole bunch of new developers um, and yeah, so 
Yeah, here we go. So just to, just to give you a little bit of uh, information about Kranken's time travel adventures, uh, it tasks the players with ensuring the eponymous Kranken successfully makes his date with Crankette, which requires navigating a series of obstacles. So to aid in this quest, the playdate's crank can be used to control the flow of time moving forward or backward with each rotation. Um, yes, I can see you've pulled up the article, the, the, the Wikipedia page for the Yuya. 3.7 million in two days on Kickstarter. And yes, I was one of those people. I will say that I do own a new year. It's sitting in my drawer at home. I But, silver linings of the Ouya. Without Ouya, we wouldn't have got Towerfall. That's true. And that now, was, a, and that now was an Ouya exclusive. So I do look forward to seeing some of these games on Switch. You... can't. <laughs> just... I'm sorry, just man. Let, let people have a dream, okay? They can dream, but like... Again, like you said about Towerfall, but when it came to PS4 was when I played it. And it's probably when most people played it. Yeah, and I had a New Year, and I didn't know that Towerfall existed. I'm not going to lie. Look, Look. Yeah. Ouya was good. I don't want It feels mean to say it this. It was Ouya was like, hey, man, you can emulate on this, dude. <laughs> I felt like the Ouya suffered from, like... Dreamcast and bad control, syndrome. like it's a bad control right there. Oh, it's a bad control. It's, a bad control. it's not good. I still have that. It's fucking trash. But you can use any controller with it. It's fine. You can use you can use any yeah, controller. You can emulate on it. You can emulate on it. You can emulate on the Dreamcast. It was ahead of its time. Like let's you killed Sega. It did. <laughs> God. Um. I don't know. I'm not gonna throw my money down straight away. It is about 149 dollars US. Oh, if the Australian marker, that's probably going to be like, what, nearly 200 Yeah, probably j- around 200 bucks. Um, half, half a switch. And I yeah. think they... Here it is. They are saying that they haven't decided what to do after the first run of 12 games are released, but they are planning on maybe doing further seasons. Um, so I don't so know if I'm... so tough. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be an early adopter on this, but it is something that is on my radar, and the thing looks so fucking adorable. Look, I'll pay it that. Like, as, I know, aesthetically, I, it looks I like gorgeous. its design. The black and white screen looks nice. Yep. But I'm just not convinced of its value. Yeah. And it's tough. It is tough because they're like, look, we might do more seasons. Mm-hmm. And you can be like, okay, I'll wait I'll wait and see. But then the flip side of that is kind of like, they might get to the first season and go, we didn't get the support. And you're like, ah, oh, maybe I should. It's tough. Like, I never, I'm never really super crazy about them going, look, we might do a second season in the future. Like, it's tough. Yeah. Like, and it, I, I get why they're saying it because, like, they've got to put that out there because i read that and i'm immediately just like okay if this doesn't do well initially like yeah it's a ab- ship <laughs> that's what i mean it's hard because like i want to be able to support it and like so it, to ensure that it does have a long life but i also at this stage i'm like i don't want to jump in straight away and i feel like there's a lot of people out there that will be like that um oh yeah but, like, it sucks because I, I i really want something like this to succeed and it is really cool. That it just came out of nowhere. This announcement. I was going through That's Twitter. Literally and out of nowhere. Aaron Hansen tweeted about, like, retweeted about it, and I was like, "Fuck is this?" And I looked into it, and I was like, "Oh my god, this thing is adorable! Oh my god, it's 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 an indie games hand, like handheld games machine." Uh, the and Switch yes, is that? <laughs> just was about to say before you fucking say that. Yes, I'm aware that the Switch is that, and that's what I basically <laughs> use mine for. Um, but I don't know to have like these like weird like um. I want to bring up another point, another like sort of similar thing that someone did. They did it for free, but uh, Rami Ishmael um, from Flambeer did a thing like I think they're still doing it, but 
He had like a, I can't remember what it was called. It was like a video game club, basically. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, where they put out a game a day. And some were... It's some on were, Switch, isn't it? No, no, no. It's coming to Switch. But okay, that, that's that's something different. Oh, okay. Um, this was like a, just basically like an experiment that he wanted to do, where he just put out... I think he got different people to help him and do, or to submit games. They put out like a game a day for... Or a game a week or something like that. And it was the idea was like they could be long, short experimental they could be complete they could be incomplete they could be score attacks any type of thing um and it was just so people could like wake up play a new game yeah i remember and then i can't remember what, where was that where did it show up the, the one it was on the, the one that's on switch is a different thing i think no but i remember hearing this being talked about it was on i can't remember what I saw probably it on twitter because he posted about it on twitter maybe it on twitter um, maybe someone talked about it on a podcast. I'm not maybe. sure. I feel like I distinctly remember seeing a trailer for it, like talking about all this stuff. That man, yeah, I don't know. Either yeah, way, the, like, the one get... that's on Switch was is is similar, but it's and they're going to add to it over time. But this one was like I think the groundwork for that. Okay. Um, it was just some little project that he did, and it was really really cool to see. And I feel like this is in the same vein as that. The barrier of entry, obviously is much higher yes. with the price being 149 US dollars. But uh look, I'm I am intrigued to to keep an eye on yeah, this. And I'm you're welcome to. It. You're welcome to keep your eye on it, Joel. Look I mean, this, this cool little like look, it feels really real punk rock and this little <laughs> plastic little rock. thing. I love it. And when it comes down to it, it look, I am excited to see new ideas. It's an expensive new idea though. It is. And a gamble at that. I don't know. It is. I feel bad being negative on it because this is probably some person's dream to make this. Yeah. It's just like, I can't get there. I just cannot get there. It's just cool that they just drop this thing and they're like, cool, we're doing this thing. I, it's it's not like it's not like a, we're looking for funding. It's like, we are selling this. It is coming out next year. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's they, they, this is something they've obviously been working on for a while. And they're like, we are doing this. If you want to get on board, that's up to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, and if it doesn't go past, at least at the very least, they've got. 12, it's a thing that has twelve really cool little games that you can play on it, um, that you won't be able to play anywhere else. Interesting concepts. Yeah, so, but yeah. nah, they won't get. Nah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Stop being so fucking pessimistic, Kyle. I'm not being pessimistic. I'm just being realistic here. But like, if if so, say this thing comes out right, and it's and it's good, and but there's a game on there that's really good. But the device itself fails. Like that's gonna find life somewhere else. Good, like amazing games always find a way. And if it doesn't, then that's just another. I know another bad point in the list of the fact that games are so hard to keep around these days. Like, old games are vanishing. Like you don't want that. I ha- I hate it. I hate it. I hate the world sometimes. Don't trap it on a platform that's gonna die if it's amazing. Ugh. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. We'll see. Track progress. I feel again. I feel bad being negative on it, but like I was reading this, going, "Look, this sounds cool, but why?" I'm getting bummed out now, Kyle. Have you got any other news for oh me? Oh god, I'm sorry, I bummed you out. That's Joel. fine. It's really cute. Though. It is cute. I agree with you. I, look, honestly, I looked at the picture. I'm like, I love how that looks. I love the website. It has like a little like 3D view. You can like spin around and look at it. It's awesome. Cut the price a little bit, and maybe I know. Yeah, look, even like. $15 less, I could be like, maybe. Because how much is that for, do we know how much this first season's going to pass? Cost? No, it comes with it. Oh, okay, it doesn't include so it. Okay. You, I'm, I'm that's a fairly bit certain. Better. So, like, you get, you're paying for that and the games. Okay, well. okay. That's a little bit better then. That's a bit easier to swallow. Yeah. So, and then from then on, I think you, you, you can buy seasons for it, essentially. Maybe they release a new version of it each year. And, but, 
No, no, no. But if you've got the old version, you can update okay. it. Stay with me. Oh boy. Yeah, I know. You like, start going down that road. I'm not going to say that you have to buy a fucking new device every... Because like, you are destined to fail. Yeah, that that would be where I'd be like, no, whoa, dude, no, whoa. But like, if, you know, to get new people in, it's like, yeah, you know, it's a new colour. Maybe so it's the same thing, but this is just, they release a green version. That I'd would be in on that. That would work on people. Oh, fuck yeah, it would. It works on people with new controllers. Yeah, fuck yeah, it does. I bought a stupid, like, clear blue PS4 DualShock controller. Fuck yeah. I don't even use it because my current controller works fine. Yep. But when it breaks, because it's going to happen, because I'm like four yeah, controllers exactly. deep at this point, I'll when, need it. When you snap that crank off the side from playing Kranken's Time Travel Adventures, can't fuck. Can't wait to see the goaties next year. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm, bring, bring on the Game Awards. <laughs> if for some reason I get one of these, and I, like one of these games is amazing, I'm like, I'm like fighting for a game of the year. <laughs> you bring it like, to like the, the Battle Royale. Yeah, and I'm like trying, I'm like, I'm going to fucking bring it just to, oh man, that'd be so good. <laughs> anyway. Alright. I have one more, Joel. Okay. Uh, and it's, boy, it's one that sort of caught me off guard just because of the headline. So, Microsoft and Sony are teaming up for the future of gaming. Shit. I know. Okay. Yep. So that handshake on stage at the Game Awards wasn't just a... Maybe there was something to it. Ooh, okay. All right, yep, yes, don't, dope, I yeah. mean, I want to okay. hear more. So honestly, like, the, the the bare minimum of this is, without, there's a lot of nitty-gritty in this Verge article, but the, the, the basic thing is that they are teaming up to develop, like, to collaborate to develop future cloud solutions. Right. I think maybe that Stadia thing shook them a little. I think it might have. <laughs> Even though I think that presentation was bad, but it wasn't for us, but why did they show it to us? I think, yeah, I think the presentation was bad. I think what that presentation represents was interesting for the yes. the future. Well, I mean, games, again, so. presumably that's got to be part of the reason this is happening, right? Yeah. Sony has obviously looked because Microsoft has sort of got this cloud stuff down. Yep. Yep. Like they've been working on with this, like what in the cloud, cloud processing, or yep. Drivatar, X Cloud, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Drivatar, and what was the other? What was the other thing they used for when they were first talking about Crackdown? Oh, like it would it would handle uh, the like cloud rendering or yeah, something like, like yeah, yeah. That was the cloud processing stuff. Yes, where it, would, yeah. it would sort of leverage everyone else playing it. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, so they're sort of teaming up. And this is interesting. I want to, because this, this article I think also mentions it. But it's worth remembering that, remember those rumors that Microsoft was also, because there's a missing piece in this puzzle and that's Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And there were the rumors about Sony, I mean, uh, Microsoft and Nintendo maybe getting buddy buddy. We also we obviously got Cuphead out of it. Yep. One of the rumors mentioned potentially Microsoft streaming stuff running on Switch. Like, I don't know. Like, could could we be entering an age of video games where the major platform holders are like? I mean, like, the fan base will still be toxic. So, are the console wars dead from a Not purely the, business point of view? Maybe. Maybe we, we won't get any more of those snide playstation presentations like their big one where they were like here's how you use used games and like at the time i remember laughing but in retrospect wow it was in such poor taste sony is, it's as arrogant as sony has been oh yeah so maybe this could this could go somewhere nice because obviously yeah google is making a big play yeah oh god yeah <laughs> they, they are they are fucking yeah. They are throwing Witness their hat in the ring. Yeah, they are throwing their giant sombrero into the <laughs> ring. Um, probably knocking over a couple of smaller streaming guys that probably were like, where are you two? Yeah, like, oh, we own people, you now, don't worry. People that have been there for years just going, we tried to do this five years ago. No one was ready for it. Um, 
And even the, 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 Look, apparently, according to Bloomberg, the reports, it even shocked Sony's own PlayStation team. Uh, they were like, what? Wait, sorry? But we're friends with, wait, wait, working with Microsoft or something now? We're not ready for this. We're not expecting this. Those guys are our friends now? Um, well, there's an interesting thing that you brought up about another game that you sort of went to dabble in, but ended up playing Division 2 instead because of, like... Yeah, because it didn't work. Um, Dauntless I, launched on consoles. Sure did. Uh, and it's, in full, I guess, full release now? It's yes. Not, yeah, so it's, it's not... No longer beta. Yeah, so it's... It a, is, and it's also exploding. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure, because I really want to try and dive into it at some I've, point. I've but, played the character builder, the tutorial hunt, and the hub stuff. And boy, when this servers are running for this game, mm-hmm. I'm keen. It's yeah, fun. because it's basically like free-to-play Monster Hunter yep. light. So, yep. which sounds awesome. Um, inter- that is exactly what it is. The interesting thing, with like though, a Fortnite design, yeah, like character design, and it has like um, like battle pass, like hunt pass stuff, mm-hmm. where you buy into those, and yeah, so it's um, it could be dangerous if it's good. It could be, and but again, the tutorial hunt was fun. <laughs> and the interesting thing, though, is it's cross play across all three platforms, which, which might be half the reason why the servers died immediately. <laughs> yes, but that I I hardly saw anyone talking about that, but. This is what is going on in the industry right now. Like, I think, I mean, honestly, I want to believe partially it's just maybe Sony's like, hey, maybe we should be open. <laughs> yep. Like, maybe. we've been kind of getting hammered over this for a while, mm-hmm. and we were pretty bullish about it, but maybe it's time to just be open. Mm-hmm. I, I do not doubt that whatsoever. Building to, ne- especially building to next gen, mm-hmm. and Sony, like, I'm, pr- I'm, Again, I don't want to... I'm too lazy to Google it. But I'm pretty sure they talked about backwards compatibility for PS5. Like, that it would be possible. They With PS4 stuff, I think, at yeah, the yeah. very least. Yeah, which, which is presumably why a lot of games are getting released on PS4 now anyway. Yeah. Um, so, between that and this, like, maybe they're like... They're not going to repeat the mistake of the PS3. <sighs> After the PS2 came out, they're like, wow, we're the best. Yeah. We're going to make the PS3, and that's exactly what people want. Do you, know, do you know what developers want? Something that is impossible to develop for. Yeah, yeah cell fuck processor. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking god. Let's break damn. up the architecture. Why? Why would you do that? Like, why? Xbox developers is like, I'm not porting to that. Oh god. So maybe when the PS5 comes out, we'll have it'll be, it'll be six. It won't, we won't have to look at Sony and be like, why? Because that's the thing. Like, you're right. Microsoft have been setting themselves up. They've been future-proofing themselves. Oh, yeah. All this sort of stuff. They're, They're like, hey, like, we're, we're, we want to talk. We want to be friends. They've been building Survive bridges. Survive together. Building bridges. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, making friends and... Uh, in Like, Microsoft knows, like, look, we probably can't win these archaic console wars, mm-hmm. but hey, we can be the one that everyone likes. Yeah. We can be on everything. We, we can, can be, be on the, PC. We can be the people's console, basically. <laughs> we, yeah, we can be on your phone. You yeah. can stream us there. And, like, honestly, looking at this, like, I... And beginning to lean back into going, maybe that switch thing won't happen yet, but maybe it's on the horizon. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. There's so much interesting stuff. And with Microsoft having a two-hour press conference, like, obviously, yes, it's going to be like war to war with games, but like, man, man got, what else is going to be in that thing? We got, we got Crimson, man. Crimson's coming. Yeah, there's that. But like, will they come out and say, like, will Shigeru Miyamoto reveal himself <laughs> and um shuhei yoshida emerge on microsoft Fuck, stage man could you and jeff Keighley, i guess <laughs> yeah he's there just he's in the corner just like, i did this <laughs> he's officiating that yeah yeah you're welcome everyone he's officiating the union of the three <laughs> like it's like 
I don't know, man. Like, it's just, it is just, even stripping all those expectations away, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's just, it's nice to see Sony like, okay, look, Microsoft's good at this. We should talk to them and just, just help create this thing that's better for everyone. And clearly the company that has more money than both of them combined. Like, yeah, Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> Fun like no, I meant Google. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Google like blooming over them, going, look, we can, we can just if 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 Google nail it, like, just going, oh, look boy. at look at this pie. I'd like to put my finger in this pie, please. Oh, that's all my pie now. Then, like, <laughs> their finger just like the entire fist, and they're just like, this is ours. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. The idea that Sony's willing to come together to sort of just because, like, at this point, it's obvious that streaming is maybe not imminently the future for us. Oh god, no! Because we're Australia right now. Fuck no! I mean, you don't even have internet right now. I don't have internet because MBN's like, nah, we're working on laying it out. <laughs> we don't need internet. What do we need internet for? It's thanks, a fad. Thanks Fuck you, people of Australia. You Fuck jerks. you. All. Anyway, we're not a political podcast. No, we're not. Much like division, much like division two is not a political <laughs> game. Um, but yeah, so the idea that they're going to come together and because yeah, we need we're going to if this works out, like maybe when we finally can stream games here with Sony and Microsoft putting their collective abilities together it'll work yeah and like it man because it it would benefit like microsoft wouldn't have to worry about that they they could bring the the cloud tech side of stuff sony could bring the vr side of stuff to the table because then microsoft don't have to worry about developing their own vr headset like who knows what yeah like i don't know how it's it's gonna be interesting to see how far this collaboration goes because obviously we all remember when when sony bought Gaikai? Gaikai, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, we got PlayStation Now, which we can't even use in Australia. Nope. Because it's like, oh, you look, you look, no, guys. You, even though you can download games now, so I'm a little bit pissed that we can't use it. Ugh. But, um, and yeah, obviously Microsoft's got their, is it X, what's it called? Xtreme or something like that? I forget the name of it. They were talking about it recently. XCloud? X-Cloud. Sure, it X-Cloud? Not? X-Cloud, why sure. not? You heard it here first. Anyway, those ideas seemed cool. But I imagine how good they can be when these two teams are communicating and going, look, you're having this issue. We actually have a fix for that. Mm-hmm. Here's what you do. Like, that's that's good. It's good for everyone. It's good for everyone. And then also, like, in, like, the David versus Goliath kind of way, like, fighting back against Google. Like, yeah, I like, love, I have this great mental image of them, like, joining forces and teaming up in, like, some sort of 80s montage and then, like, going to fight the final battle against you know, the evil global megacorp. I mean, Apple's over there going, eh, we got that new game from that game company. Hey, <laughs> Apple aren't one to write out because I don't I think we've even brought that up either about the fact that they've got their own, yep. like, streaming game yep. services coming out that has it's a sub, exclusive it? games. It's a sub thing you get in for, right? Basically, yeah. You pay, like, a... That one's a bit dirty on because it's got that stuff like, it's like, oh, how will you pay the developers? Well, sort of work out by time played. It's like, that's bad. That's bad. That is bad. That's going to make bad games. The idea itself is an interesting idea. But... But that system is going to be exploited. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, but... So yeah, like, the future is... It's a little weird. It's a little scary. But at least it's good to know that if you're a console gamer, like, Sony and Microsoft are like, hey, we're we're working on something here. We're we're going to... Like, as Google's just like... Where else can we put server banks? (laughs) We're like, we want game money now. Give us game money. Oh, we get money for everything else. We want game money now. Gamers have money. They want to spend it on things. We want to take that money. Anyway. And the information. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. That's it. That's the scary thing. The scary thing is the information they'll get from... Yeah, that's a whole uh, thing. Team 4 hats on, Stadia, boys. Team 4 hats on. Stadia, because when... 
Did they have a date for when they were going to talk about it again? I don't remember. I don't think so. But, so yeah, it'll be interesting. The next generation, the next next 12 months or so, going to be keeping an eye on it. Yes. Very much so. Um, I believe that's all we've got for... I think so. For Dope or Nope this I week. I think so. It was a fun little... It was. I'm sorry for, for stamping out your play day stuff so <laughs> Fine, much. I just wanted to... I felt bad. I still feel bad. I just wanted to be the little console that could. That's fine. You're allowed to want that. The, the little console that can. Okay. Now you're being, now you're being presumptuous. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. It's like the secret. I'm, I'm Joel's like calling it. Into, into existence. Joel is calling it now. Yeah, that's my... The headline, you'll see, draft your tweets. Draft your tweets. Uh, speaking I'll, of tweets. I'll, I'll draft a tweet. Speaking of tweets. Do you want to, sit, want to go through into the... Oh, oh boy. He has this for a segue that I'm ruining by calling it out. Um, We've gone through Dope or No. We've checked in with our quest log. Did you know I forget? <laughs> I think it's time for the bonus round. Bonus round. Karen, it's been an emotional day for me. Like, it's been a roller coaster of a day for me. Like, I'm, I'm a bit of a mess. Let's face it, I'm always a mess. But you hold me together well. I'm getting there. Let's, I respect it. The 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 um the cotton flu tablets are keeping me going. So bless them. Oh, <laughs> bless them. But the bonus round is, of course, our question and answer segment of the show, where you, the listener, can write into us uh, via various means of communication. Whether that be the uh, the contact us form on the website, we're going to kick off with that one this week. It's a flashback, uh, man. It's still there. It is still there. Um, please use it. <laughs> please, please, <laughs> please, please use it. Um, yeah, or by Twitter or Facebook or uh, directly emailing us as well. We occasionally take smoke signals, but yeah, that takes yeah. longer. Uh because you know, if you want to see, it's a little bit, you know, you know, looking to what I've been tweeting about. But you know, that's how we announced out that the, the I gender it. Of, themed it inside. Joke. I like that. It was good. Yeah, you can see it. It was cool. We did have we we set up a smoke bomb. It was very cool. cool. I actually really liked it. Um, but yes, you can write into us and we'll answer the questions. Uh, or games, concerns, comments, anything you'd like us to, to discuss uh, on the show. Uh, just like Brendan Hill, our very, very good friend uh, and your housemate. Yes. Who we've been squatting yeah, up with in Division. Who, who you were watching play Division and now you got the, you got the itch. I got, oh, man, I'm going to play some tomorrow night, man. <laughs> oh, when I get home back to Melbourne, I'm going to play oh, some sorry, Division. Man, I, think I've got a, I think I've got something booked in with ban our other friend we'll see how it goes we'll see what happens that's alright well, at least I'll be on body chat I can yeah, that's I'll true we can all hang out we can all hang out and just, we'll just see, talk well, maybe Brendan and I can play Division and you can play Overwatch yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no I think we're queuing up Divinity actually oh okay well I'll just play solo huge anyway Brendan asks us this week the Deus Ex Human Revolution trailer was released four years ago uh, and boy, did I watch it a lot. That theme song, those visuals, and our first look at the story and protagonist really resonated with me. In fact, I still think Icarus Effect is one of the best theme songs in a long time. I remember feeling the same way about the Phantom Pain and Ground Zero trailers. And now we know the rest. Sorry, dude. Oh, and now we and the rest of the known world are watching Marvel and Game of Thrones event trailers over and over again to feel the hype and wonder of what's in store. Do you guys... Uh, have any favorite trailers and what do you love to see in a trailer oh man i this could be a whole thing this this show already exists it's called trailer Jones. it does it really does and it's <laughs> i i could talk beautiful. a lot about trailers i love and but it would need video yes there's so many i 
I still better like when we get into the question. My favorite trailers, I boot up. I'm like, I just want to watch this trailer again because yep. I love it. Yep. I remember there was one night I was hanging out here and we just we put on a compilation of like it was like a three hour compilation yeah. and we just put oh, it that's on right. and we just it was kicked like, back. It was like best video game trailers of all like time. Top one hundred video game. Trailers. That's what it was. Yeah, and we watched like the whole good thing. Watch. Good it watch. was a really good watch because it covered everything. Yep. Like, there was that amazing like Witcher two or like, any of the Witcher ones I've. Phenomenal. The Witcher 3 ones are so good. They're yeah, all tens. The, the one that blows me away is that Witcher 2 one on the boat. On the boat, yeah. yeah. With the ice and, oh man, I remember Brennan showing same me reason, that, like The Witcher 3 one where he's actually doing an actual hunt from the game. Yeah. And he does all the things you need to do in the game. Like, yep. he, he drinks the potion, he oils up his swords. Like, yep. this is what trailer, because it's a fancy, expensive CG trailer. Yep. But that's also what Geralt does. It is representative of what you're doing in the game. Because that's yeah. the thing, like, I like a lot of amazing CG trailers. But the, the easiest argument is just like, yeah, that's different from the game. I'm like, yeah, the game doesn't play like that. But that Witcher 3 trailer, that's exactly what you do. And I think to an extent, the Overwatch shorts do the same thing. Because yeah. you, you see the characters using their abilities that you use yes. in the game the same way you would probably use them, just in a flashier way. Like and maybe a little bit more broken. Yeah, like, yeah, with bending the rules slightly with a whole bunch of different things. But D- like, Diva, she flies a lot in hers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. get it though. Yeah, I love I, it. You know, she's been tinkering with that thing. It's fine. Why can't she tinker in the main game? Because um, <laughs> it needs to be boundaries. I know. Current. It needs to be needs to be fair. Um, unbroken. Just like diva flying around endlessly. Like, oh my god, could you imagine? She's already ridiculous oh. and like necessary in every team. And then they do the same for Farrah, and there's just oh. like dog fights in the air between Farrah. Actually, and diva. you know what? They did just open up the doors to the workshop. Maybe someone can make that happen. Oh man, let's go. Someone do it. I'm sure it's already done. Let's go. Um, but yeah, like it's a good point. Like, yeah, but showing something that is representative of what you're actually going to be doing in the game in, in a flashy stylized way. But, um, I think now we've seen that, that cyberpunk 2077, um, gameplay and like comparing that to what we saw in that trailer, it's a good that trailer. is another good representation good as well. Trailer. Um, and, so I, and again, if you want to talk about songs, uh, spoiler by hyper, Whoa, what a song i still i have that in my my like regular playlist that i listen to so i hear that opening that and i'm just like i'm playing that montage that, that monologue over in my head and he's before it but it keeps you going I'm, oh so good beautiful i watched that three trailer. weeks so we that game again Joel. oh fuck yeah i'm so high <laughs> so high it's an important that you three for city project apparently and and we're talking about like you know getting about like hype and wonder and excitement about um the properties themselves the way they showed that trailer like the way they announced that trailer by having hacking like the hacking the microsoft press conference was so good and it's just going and again like i didn't even find about this until like i think two weeks after it's like oh those were all witcher 3 codes yeah how That's... amazing was that just like yep for those people who are Paying diving attention in and like, yeah, like which is game, really... game of the year ones as well with yeah. all the DLC yep. like it was Just jump on GOG and pop them in yep um, I think some of them worked for, on Xbox as well oh nice yeah I think they were Xbox wow. codes as well um, oh. but similar situation if we were talking about trailers that I, that I were really hyped for um, that blew me away because I did not expect them um, Joker Smash reveal at the Game Awards like yeah. honestly <sighs> We need to. It's just its own thing, like the Smash newcomer trailers. That's a very good point. Yeah, they they all like they all perfectly encapsulate the character, mm-hmm. and then at the end you get 
the gameplay. It's like, that's how that character should play. How yep. Sakurai and your team are geniuses. <laughs> and also, considering now, like, that anything's possible when it comes to Smash Brothers character it's, reveal trailers. Because that, that was the thing that busted those doors wide open where we're like, cool, all right. All those, like, crazy, like, and what like, if could happen now? Uh, and I thought it was crazy when Cloud was in Smash last gen. Right. I was like, that's insane. Yep. Joker's crazier, though. Joker's like, hang on a second. This is, like... What does this mean? <laughs> what does this mean? And like that—that's when you. The answer wasn't Persona Five on Switch. It wasn't. No, Persona Five Scramble. But um, yeah, I think that's that—that's the thing. Like we get so hyped up about trailers that show things, and we're like, well, what does this mean in the greater scheme of things? Because that's the way I guess yeah. people like us and you know our friendship group work. We like to discuss <laughs> we, that kind of thing. We overanalyze everything. <laughs> yeah, we're but insane. But it's fun, and I think that's what I like about trailers. I've I've been known to say many a time that like i would pay like you know like 10 15 dollars to go to the cinemas to watch just two hours of trailers just to have trailers. like a trailer thing to watch them on the big like, screen that would I, be awesome not not related to this question which we will get back to okay <laughs> i was just anytime i go to movies i'm sitting like oh, i hope i get some good trailers yeah well that's <laughs> it. some good movie trailers and then you walk out and like the movie was good the trailers was bad though. yep 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 um well, what are you, some of your favorite trailers then, Karen? Like, oh, what, what, you, what, boy, what comes to mind when you think of favorite trailer? Final Fantasy VII remake trailer. Pick you, one, really. You, I was going to say, you managed to get it in there in the end there. Like, and I'm talking the original. Okay. Honestly, I, the new one I love, which I, th- I think I might love a little bit more, if only because it's emotionally manipulative when it drops in the era theme. And it sounds like, if that's Mina Savari, like, she cares this time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Her husband better direction. That's it. But um, that first one is, it's artful. Just the way that it it teases you out that entire duration because mm-hmm. you're watching it, you're like, okay, that's for seven. That's final. That's final Fantasy seven. That's Midgar, mm-hmm. and it looks like that. As Carl Bosson points out in the in the game trailers, Rex, that it looks exactly like that. You yep. maniacs. Yep. And then then you see some cuts of like South Edge, and you're like, oh well, Advent Children had those. Maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's a sequel movie or a sequel game. And then it gets to it, it cuts it pans down past like Barrett's arm, and you can see the bloody buster sword you're like what's what's come barrett <laughs> and it gets to the end and it's just the logo and then remake and you're just like are you kidding me in the most like <laughs> like you know like trailer-esque way because like but so high when that when that the meteor is there i'm like okay but it's gonna be like final fantasy 7 something yeah because we already had the compilation with like advent children before crisis crisis call mm-hmm. doge of cerberus all that it's yep. like We've been waiting for a sequel for years, so I had just assumed that's what this would be. But no, then it just pops remake. The internet explodes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I just, I think I was just emotionally just like, what do I feel for the rest of today? And then I remember I'd have to watch a character go through something horrible in HD, and I was like, oh no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking forward oh, to that. Oh, yeah. But yeah, but also, yeah, that new trailer they did at State of Play. Mm-hmm. Game's looking way better. Aerith looks perfect. I don't want to hear any of this, like, she doesn't look cute enough bullshit the internet's throwing around. Yep. She looks perfect. Um, I, I think uh, that's, a, that's a good thing to, to bring to this the, when we're talking about favourite trailers. I, I think favourite trailers and the moments that bookend them, basically, like, that surround that, you know, how you felt in that moment when you first saw that trailer is an important representation of Joel, why you love that trailer. I was so hyped when, when Nintendo... They don't do it anymore, obviously, because they don't have press conferences, but that year, but Nintendo's one more thing was like, 
Team Ninja cross Nintendo Metroid of it, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This is a yes. <laughs> the game itself was like, oh, that's rough, yeah. but I will always like, look at Metroid and be like, that was amazing. When they, when they just dropped that mm-hmm. in our laps, what a gift. <laughs> was that was that the origins of the one more thing? I'm not, I'd I, probably not, yeah. but still, it was really good. I'm trying to think. Like... Could, man, it's something for Nintendo trailers. There's a really good Twilight yeah. Princess one. That's, when when yeah. it ends with like Miyamoto coming out with the sword and shield, oh yeah, masterful. I've, I mean, well, that really good Breath of the Wild trailer from the Switch presentation. Yes, that was also in really Japanese, good. not the English one. That's the Zelda scream in the Japanese one is heartbreaking. Oh, fuck, that voice too, actress yeah. sells it. Um, well, uh, God of War, the yeah, the recent the God reveal. of War, the reveal. Um, which that full orchestra build-up. I didn't bring this up, but I, it was probably something I, I did actually want to talk about. I watched um, Raising Kratos. I need to watch that. Did you watch his GDC talk? I haven't yet. No, oh, that's, that's I so need to watch good. that. You get to, again, maybe it comes up from Raising Kratos, but it's so fascinating to watch, like watching Corey talk, like talking through his process at the back before he goes on stage to do it. And he, talk, he might even tell the, it. They kind of, they don't, he doesn't tell it, but they show, they show that, that whole day, not just from Corey's perspective, but from, everyone's perspective okay they showed the build-up to that so cool. like they show like bear mccreary talking about having to play along to Corey. i just love that he do- said it as a joke yeah <laughs> and like, someone was saying, like actually hey, why not oh god <laughs> yeah and like and just seeing the moment like that because like they show in the documentary like bear mccreary's face while he's waiting there to play the music as kratos steps out and he's like he oh, notices himself he's like Fuck yeah, like, people are hyped for this. Do you think that's part of the reason? Because I have noticed that this year's E3, while there is still hype, it's a little bit less, I think, because Sony's just like, no, nah, we're not going to be there. Yeah, and I think, because they did, they've just gone, like, they've set the standard for what an E3 press conference should be uh, in terms of, like, releasing these trailers. But um, but I just, that fucking reveal, because, like, you know, it's this little boy playing with his toys, and it's like, get your knife. Oh, we we're going hunting so good man that trail is so good and just stepping out of the shadow and seeing and then like again going into that whole thing of like over analyzing of like he's got a beard oh my god what's this and then like he steps outside he's like he's got an axe now where are the chains mm. like where's this are we in Norse times yeah. like what is happening man, so trailers you want questions <laughs> yep um and then it's not really a trailer but it was a trailer but like the intro video for Persona 5 I watched that thing on Google. It's because they technically it's it beautiful. is a trailer because they it released it. The, so the, the persona, everything about Persona three, four, and five is beautiful. And art. Yeah, yeah, and it is it's beautiful. It is art. <laughs> yes, it is one hundred percent. Like can, it, Persona five is just is still I think the best looking game I played this gen. Just, just yes, just like I know that I know that God of War is probably visually more impressive. Mm-hmm. Or you know, stuff like that, or like Assassin's Creed Odyssey's world is so beautifully realized, but Horizon everything Zero, yeah. in Persona Five is stitched together. It's just one. It's just a woven tapestry of just art. Yep. All the menus just. Oh. I'm playing it again right now. <laughs> I love it. So there's a lot of things here drawing on like either nostalgia or existing franchises that we love. Yep. Is there anything that anytime you've seen a trailer for something? Completely new that has blindsided you and and knocked you off your feet. Because I'm, I'm really trying to think. Because I know that there are things out there. Where I'm just like, 
whoa, okay, what the hell is that? Fine, rob me of of talking about Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 2 remakes. Are you going to bring them up by, <laughs> by all they means? They're also incredible. You know, you're right, though, like, because obviously those are all guaranteed home runs. Of, of course, yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. Like, anything sort of out of nowhere. Mm. I'm really, really, like, struggling to find something that... Red Dead Redemption 3 trailer. <laughs> Remember Sekiro finally showing up after we got that. You know what? I nearly want to pay, like, just that... Really weird split second thing at the Game Awards. Yeah, and I think Shadows Die Twice. I think like, that what is the fuck is that because that's different because that's that's not an existing franchise. That's a publisher. Mm. Or, it was just uh, no, sorry, a developer. That like you got from software. You got a weird half a second clip of a tool being right. tightened, mm-hmm. and you just got Shadows Die Twice. And you're like, yep. okay, well, what, what, what is this? Actually, you know what? I don't even think we got from software. No, you did. You that did? was that was the that okay. was the stinger at the end. It was like. Like it the, just, the Shadows Die Twice font was like, well, that's a From Software font. It, the, 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 that was the hype thing because everyone was like, with bated breath, going, "Is this?" Because yeah, everyone was waiting. <laughs> yeah, and then it like it went Shadows Die Twice and then faded out and then From Software and everyone just went, "What the fuck!" Like the internet exploded once again, um, which it tends to do quite frequently. It does, doesn't mm, it? Yeah, new stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like something that's. I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of indie stuff where I'm just like, it that that catches my eye. Yeah, it's like, oh, yes. I think, um, I think it's it's hard to say these days because AAA games are generally like existing franchises now. Like, there's no there's no real new IPs that are out there. Yeah, that's... And, and it's tough because the publishers always hide behind the same excuse. It's like, ah, it's too risky to make a new IP. Yeah, and it's like I get that. And, and Ubisoft's like success <laughs> yeah well that's it like um because man you know what if i this this wasn't a thing but it's like i hadn't heard of it i want to talk about a trailer that just flips you completely my own rabbits yes all right that's, that's a that trailer i mean it's not it's not like the deus ex one where i'm like i want to fly this up and watch it but like watching that for the first time i'm like do i want this game i do and in in, in the complete Opposite of what I was saying about like something blindsiding you, we knew going into that it sounded terrible. We're like we, we had, knew details saw about the that collaboration and it was bad, and we're like, what the fuck? So I think I don't know whether that was like expectations being like low, so low that we went in and go, oh my god! But it turned out that that game was a hit yeah. and it was solid. Like what it was, was a really fun game. Year? Again, it's pre three stuff. Pre three stuff. Pre three stuff. Not having that. Just cut it. <laughs> All right. Is there any other just trailers in general that you you want to bring up? Oh, trailers in general. Um, practically every single Smash trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Every single one of them. Yep. I that Ridley trailer, man. Like that slow pan. It's like that's Ridley, obviously. Like this is a Ridley environment. And when he but just he does kill, a murder, he kills Mega Man and Mario. Yep. Just does and a murder. Just the look in Samus's face, like when she she goes, she does a deep sigh where she's just like. <sighs> that's Ridley. Here we go again. He's here. Like, Turns he, to face him, he bursts through the floor and in the ultimate act of mockery does the Mario hat twirl on his little claw. It's like, yep. I think, I think Jones didn't like that. I'm like, no, Jones, you're wrong. That was amazing. And then, and then the fuck you from Sakurai with, uh, where it really hits the big time. I know. I'm like, yeah, mean, but like, <laughs> I, I expect, I, I appreciate the meme at this point. Weird flex, but I'll appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate Cause, like, it. For the same reason as that, like the, the brawl trailer, yeah, it ends with Snake, but even before Snake, the, the, when they all jump in in their melee designs, and then like the filter goes, I was like, man, they look they look really this is cool. this is uh, we power now. Yeah. Looks, these textures are amazing. Yeah, mm. 
except for Kirby, <laughs> which is again a great gag. It's like yeah. eh, Kirby's basically the same. It was the same every he's time. A, he's a pink puffball. Like oh, a... I think I'm tapped for like trailers that really. It's probably like if if I had. If I was sitting down with YouTube, I'd be like, oh, like this trailer as well. Yeah. And this trailer, like the first Bloodborne trailer is also pretty good. It's That's a good the, one. the full CG one when he was on the street. And he yes. sticks he, he sticks the sword in the dog and like drags it off the ro- into the oh. back alley and like yanks it down. Man, I forgot all about that. And like has the gun, the bundobust of the guy's face as his eye rolls over him and it cuts away to the blast. And oh. that really creepy dark cut at the end where you... Again, when you're watching the trailer, like, I don't know who this is, but afterwards you know it's um, what's her name? Victor Amelia. Right. When he's up looking at the skull, it's just like, what is that? <laughs> and you oh, play like, man. fuck, it's Victor Amelia. <laughs> fuck, I need to watch that trailer again. It's a good, that trailer. A good trailer. It's a good trailer for a bloody good game. <laughs> oh, one of one of one of the greats in my eyes. Like I, um, it's one of my favorites. Ob- again, that Human Revolution trailer is an amazing pick. That yep. theme song is so good it is really good it's really good man we're gonna get some more good trailers we are gonna get some more good trailers the trailer like the trailer game is getting lifted every year yeah and i think that i I, there's nothing better than having that because like just going back to that joker reveal i i was at a music festival all day i managed to avoid all spoilers about anything from the game awards that's funny because like there wasn't really that much no but there were people had said to me they're like because the people I was at, the, the, one of the people I was at the uh, music festival with was like, you're going to, I've had something spoiled and Joel, you just, just wait. And I'm like, it was a whole, it was I'm a coaster of emotions because it's the same, the same reason that the trailer was good for Cyberpunk. Yes. Like the Phantom Thieves hijacked the game awards and That's, you're like, shit, Persona 5 on Switch? You're like, what's happening? Was Is it, it happening? Yeah. Because, because it started with like, it's all the, the thieves chattering. Yeah. But there was something. There was a reference to Nintendo, there wasn't it? So, I mean, when he gets the invite, like the the flashy like spark is like the Smash logo, I like yeah. say. But even like when it was side on Joker, when he jumps, I'm like, is that Smash? Is that Smash? Like yeah. that jump there looks like Smash. Yeah, and, and then, then like just he flips the envelope, flip. and it's just like, bravo! <laughs> I I stood up. I was sore. It was like two thirty in the morning. I just finished eating the pizza that I would ordered on Uber Eats, and I just was like. <gasps> fuck like lost Insane. my damn mind like it was so good um i had a similar reaction to bayonetta 3 um oh yeah the, 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 the reveal trailer for that i was just like what bayonetta? are you kidding me like we're getting another one trailers, man trailer's so good because like see it's hard because like i wanted to say more of sony's ones but all of last year's was gameplay demos which sucks yep. yeah they were all very good gameplay demos but mm-hmm Basically, Actually, well, there's another one too. The Last of Us Two Part Two. Oh, that first trailer. That, that trailer. That trailer turned me around. Yes. On whether Still well, on the opinion. Joel is dead. Well, yeah, but that or turned me if around. Not dead at the start. Dead in the game. Yeah. Uh, ten. That turned me around. My opinion of that The Last of Us is a perfect game. It doesn't need a yes, sequel. Because I was the same. I was like, you don't need a sequel. And then I watched that. And I'm like, actually, you can. I give, need you that can, now. You can give me. A I sequel. really need that now. <laughs> I really want to play this. Um, <laughs> like. Yeah, and I'm sorry, Joel. Brendan brings it up. Man, it's Phantom Pain trailers. Hidekajima trailers. All the Death Stranding ones. But in particular, the um the Phantom Pain trailer set to nuclear. It is yeah. so good. Yeah. It is unfairly good to watch that trailer and be like, I want to play this game. 
and then play it and go, oh, yeah. it nearly was there. Just yeah, that that first one when it was when it was still just the Phantom Pain and we didn't know that it was that was crazy five. when it was a whole when it was a whole, Moby Dick Studios that was a whole, whole thing when it was yeah Hideo Kojima and and Keely in cahoots and his fucking bandage face Hokeem I forget his surname yeah it was yeah, so Moby Dick Studios oh, it's so... and then like you look at the logo and then the Metal Gear Solid Five comes out of it because because people figured that out yeah. too and it was like no and then it like. When you watch that trailer and yeah, it does it's come there. in, you're like, like, are you serious? Fuck me. The entire, it was there the time. entire time. And then that game came out. I love, anyway. I love a good Hideo Kojima trailer. Oh, yeah. Wait. No, it's no, he's not. not there. Maybe he'll still do it. Come on, Kojima. Do one for Keely. Just show up. <laughs> do, just... One, do a panel of Keely at the Coliseum and just show a trailer because Fuck. we want one. <laughs> just He crashes in and just like, hey guys, sorry to interrupt this. Like, If it's like, you know. Um, Herman Holst or whatever from um, Gorilla. He just busts in. He's like, sorry, guys. i got to show you something here. <laughs> the light bridge comes down and, like, Kojima walks out. Anyway. But, yeah, you're right. That's why, that's why I love that GDC talk. He talk Corey talks about being backstage with Kojima. Oh, my God. Because that was that one, wasn't... Okay, I've got to watch that. It's I'm going to watch that. It's fine. It's a good, it's a good GDC talk. Um, but you, the listener, what are your favourite trailers? Let us know. Please contact us. I'd love to know. Brendan did. I just want to watch trailers now. Me too. We have time. We'll literally get bed. Oh, that sucks. Me too. <laughs> Next time. Oh, but because we have to go to bed, it means I think that's an episode. I think you are right. Yeah. Shall we uh, Shall we wrap this up? One up. Bring it on home. Once I reach my phone, yes. <laughs> Thank you for stalling, but I thought I'd sell myself out anyway. That's right. No, it's okay. Um, I was, I was going to keep it on the DL, but... <laughs> As always... Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. If you've reached this point, we do appreciate it because you've listened to us talk once again for a long time about video games. Mm-hmm. I saw a tweet going around. I think Hunting Season shared it, which was basically just like, it was a to- it was just a tweet about how they enjoyed like long podcasts. Yep. And Hunting Season was like, I hope our audience is like this. And I was just, I was never going to do the same thing. And I hope ours is like that because yeah. uh, I love just talking for hours. Well, the thing is, though, I, I, I am one of those people who does love I, I long do podcasts. So, like mm-hmm. I was telling you earlier, I've got a new frame trap from Allies queued up. It's like yep. two and a half hours long. Can't wait. Yep. Not as good as the Maximilian Dude one is, which I don't know how many people... I I did it in chunks. That's a four-hour beast. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. it's a, That's, a, that's it's a, like, a monster podcast. It's like two hours of Mortal Kombat and then they get to the other stuff. Really good. Yep. Max Dude is a cool dude. Um, anyway, as always, yeah, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, you can obviously email us. Uh, where we are contact at dialogueoptions.com. Otherwise, you have a contact form as well. up earlier is on the website at dialogueoptions, just www.dialogueoptions.com. Sure is. Uh, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook where we're just dialogueoptions. As for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter, where I am at LemonManX, where, honestly, I feel bad to be negative. So many of my tweets this week have just been about Game of Thrones, man. Yeah. Just, yeah. No spoilers. I'm just bummed. Actually, you know what? To be positive, I retweeted some amazing concept art from Kieran Belshaw. Stunning. Stunning. I did actually say that. Look, yeah. Honestly, from, yeah. I, like, I look at versus like, and... If nothing else, like even if the writing failed this season, just beautiful shots, beautiful music. So many of the actors just hit out of the park. It's just the missing pieces weren't there yep. to bring it together. Um, but where can they find you, Joel? You can find me at Jolly Mac, where uh, I've retweeted a whole bunch of things. Um, 
uh, a game that I brought to your attention last night because yes. uh, I was going to bring it up. I was like, oh, wait, yeah, Joey Noel from Kind of Funny brought it to my it's, attention as well. It's been popping up on my feet a lot now. It's, it's been blowing up. It's, yeah, it ha- I think it has blown up. Um, it's yeah, it's a it's a game called uh, Paparazzi, the dog spotting video game. It's basically Pokemon Snap, but with good good doggos, um, and I, like I free free like free roaming. You can wander around this like city. It's uh, available to wishlist at the moment on Steam. It's by Sunday month. I believe it's the games company that's doing it. Um, yeah, you should check it out. It looks great. I'm very much into it. Uh, and also, if you want to see the video of how my wife and I revealed the gender of our baby, you can see that as well. And also, I think this is a good time to shout out uh, congratulations oh, to yeah. our friends over at Hunting Seasons for reaching 100 episodes. Well done, yes. guys. Uh, you heard my my very quick complaints about Game of Thrones. Their 100th episode is a deep dive on Season 8 in its entirety. I very highly recommend checking it out because they are much better at talking about TV shows than I am. Yes. And they basically nail all the key points. Um, Except for me, it, like, my biggest complaint is, like, it's it's like if you copy someone's test, like mm, a math test, for example, and yep. they're like, where's it working out? And they're like, oh, we didn't know what to do. Yeah, that's a really yeah, <laughs> good point. They got the ending, they were like, this is the ending. How do we get there? Um, we'll make it up as we go but yeah go check out the hunger episode yeah, that's, my, that's my drive home tomorrow is I'm going to probably ask very good. So very good congrats yes. to both Broad and Damask yes congrats to them kill a new intro as well yes oh, I love it so good mm-hmm. uh, makes me it makes me feel like it starts to question my own abilities about what I made for ours so but anyway that's all I've been that's doing that's all you got yeah. alright then well as always we'll let our wonderful theme song see us out and we'll catch you guys next week I'm saying it Joel <laughs> Hold me on the cab. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Player one. Player two. Prepare yourself. Dialogue Options Podcast.